Hey everybody, welcome to High Spots and Kickouts. I'm Rich. I'm sitting here with Clint. What's up? And Brent. How's everybody doing? And I just got to get something off my chest. Tony Khan's been pissing me off. Yes, they have this superior wrestling show every week. I can finally admit that to myself. And everybody's pumped that oh, we got this. You know, they're letting them use this music. They're letting them use this music. They're letting them use this music. So first of all, not only is that ungodly expensive, nobody's even going to be able to hear that shit on any. It has no value for any replay value at all. Uh, they're not going to be able to use that. I mean, it's the same ECW issues on the network right now music rights and everything and honestly i came across the jim johnston interview uh that brent didn't know who jim johnston was by the way really I told him about it you know that? he's the fucking music guy didn't yeah. know who jim johnston was between him and uh uh oh what's his name teddy not teddy hart jimmy hart jimmy hart uh i mean he was like wcw yeah but he still made it quite a bit yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't care who made the music i mean this guy made the breaking glass he made hulk hogan's you know real american and I mean, he made everything from 1982 to like 2016 or whatever till CFO took over. But he made a point in this uh, interview that is pretty interesting. Put another spin on how TNA or uh, AEW's music's been pissing me off lately, and it's that half you're using songs like Ruby Soho, you're using Cult of Personality, whatever bullshit that orange fuck comes out to. Pixies, yeah, Pixies. Uh, uh, Half of your audience John already Mo- has. John Moxley comes out the wild thing. Yeah, that might be unforgivable though. I, mean, I don't. That I might don't, be forgivable. That's the one I don't like. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I dig it. Half of your audience already has an emotional connection to that song before it's ever given them that emotional connection to that wrestler. I am a Joe. Yeah. So it's like when you watch 80s movies and you hear Simple Minds is Don't You Forget About Me and instantly think of The Breakfast Club. Or you hear Danger Zone and instantly think of Top Gun. Every time I hear uh, Seek and Destroy Metallica, I think of Sting. Uh, do you? Yeah, it's, oh, Jeez, that's just because you had the WCW album. I'm talking about like what no, if you used in the... the music they used in the better part of the end of his WCW career. They barely used that symphony music. They used Seek and Destroy more than they did the other music. Right, like the last like, year. Nah, it was like from 99 all the way to 2001. Okay, the last About year and a month. But, I mean, every Nitro, years, every Nitro, every Thunder, every pay-per-view, on that was what he used. I didn't watch WCW before that. So a year and two months. Sting's old music with the bad light show. Like, that. I didn't. I, I mean, I wish they would have used that music when he came to WWE because obviously they wouldn't have paid for Metallica's music because it's Sting won that. But they gave him some weird, like, Crow music or something. I don't know. It was very strange. I'm just saying, like, if you're, you know, if you're... 21 in the bathroom doing cocaine to the pixies you're gonna remember that time <laughs> and not be like oh it's orange cassidy no you don't you're not associated with that song with orange actually cassidy. every time i hear that song i think of fight club right so or when like jimmy hendrix comes on i think of hogan you know? but when you think of breaking right, yeah, glass i told them earlier your motherfucking no stone colds in the building and fucking That's, no one else's business is about to pick the fuck and up no one else has ever had glass break with their music ever since have they and you'll never right. hear it again I'm well, never gonna hear it again because Jim Johnston don't work for WWE. You, you will hear that. all American music again. Also back in the also back in the day, whenever you heard the glass break, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're instantly stopping to pay attention to right. what because you knew Austin was coming. But I mean, uh, I, I mean, he's gone on. He's done that a million times. The other thing, you know, Big Show. Well, you knew Big Show was coming out. Fucking The Rock. Everybody had their own. Hey, it's no music. more BS. Yeah, no Paul White. No more BS. Well, anyways, that was my fucking rant. 
Hey, you were kept Tony going, Jones. but I, inter- I interrupted you. So you, you had a train of thought, but you, I think you lost it. I'm just saying everybody had their own individual things, and Jim Johnson's the man, and people probably ought to listen to his fucking opinion. Actually, AEW, if Tony Khan wants to fucking hire anybody that's going to make a difference to his bottom line and get that company off the fucking ground, because it ain't CM Punk, it ain't, it might be Daniel Bryan. CM Punk ain't doing shit, though. He, he came out there and said that shit about. Danny Bryan and CM Punk being bigger than Kevin Nash and Scott Hall being signed and then fucking ain't done shit since and the ratings ain't done shit since. When Kevin Nash and Scott Hall came over, fucking ratings went through the roof immediately. He wants to hire somebody that can put some value to his bottom line and make these characters memorable. Stop paying fucking the Pixies. Stop paying fucking whoever the fuck else sings all these songs that are already on shit. Hire Jim Johnston. Make him be Jim Johnston. I mean, pay the man. Which I think they have their own uh, sound guy anyway. Though. I mean, they've... Th- that I ain't mean, Jim Johnson. The, no, but the guy, uh, I think his name's Rufus or something like that. <laughs> the entrance is like the biggest, I feel like, maybe not so much anymore, but, but for a long time was like the biggest part of the show. But like John Moxley's original music that he showed up to in AEW that that guy did I liked it a lot more than I liked Wild Thing not to take nothing away from music or whatever that's now but like the music used to define the guy a lot more back then than it does now so and and I also got to feel like some of the music got a lot of them guys over yeah for sure that's what he was saying he feels he feels sorry for Shawn Michaels' music come on come on now <laughs> Don't tell me that music didn't get him over a little bit. Hey, last week, better when Sherry Martell la- last week you oh. got to see Zion Quinn sing it in that showdown with Robert Stone. No, I didn't get, get to see anybody <laughs> watch it. It, it, was, it was terrific. Yeah. The, Jim Johnson was saying that he feels sorry for wrestlers today because they're not. They're Stone Cold couldn't have got over without the breaking glass. He was the ringmaster before that, not getting over. Jim Johnston repackaged it, gave it that emotional, psh, that stop, that. Oh, by I the think w- that helped. By the way, but uh, how uh, WWE is having their Black Friday sales stuff going on right now. I was thinking of you. I went and looked at the shirts last night, and they have the rookie class ones. They have a Sexton Hardcastle one. Do they really? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's not available on my size, though. Vince copyrighted Sexton Hardcastle, so he can't even use it when he goes. He says to be Adam Copeland if he goes to... <laughs> He'll call himself Rhino and let's call the Edge Cage. No, I got on there to uh, just <laughs> just to see what was available and everything, and I ended up buying myself a Monday Monday Night Messiah ugly Christmas sweater. Terrible. Oh no, it's going to be awesome to wear to the it store. It was kind of sweet, look, like it's kind of sweet to be honest with you. I hate Seth Rollins, but the sweater's <laughs> sweet. There's nothing wrong with Seth Rollins. Monday Night Messiah was the worst gimmick he's done. It's still going on, isn't it? Kind of. No. I mean, now he's fucking Seth Drip Drip. Yeah. Oh, so we he, haven't seen, we haven't really seen <laughs> Johnny Drip Drip ain't been there. Yeah, we haven't really seen Johnny Drip Drip. Well, they're going to let him go, I think. They let his wife go, or his woman. Who's his old lady? Frankie Monet. Oh, that's yeah. right. So I assume he's probably next. Ty Valkyrie. He probably wants out. A lot of people want out right now. So where do you guys feel like starting the show? Are we going with WWE? We want to go to some Indie Mud show? I don't know. I didn't even pay attention to WWE. We want to go AEW? I should probably save AEW for last since it's the biggest thing. We should probably get it out of the way first so when we're done ranting for three hours, somebody's actually listening to the best part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, I don't know. All right. We can start with uh, AEW Dynamite. Uh, Wednesday night started off with uh, Daniel Bryson and uh, NWGP's Rocky Romero. 
Uh, it's the first time those guys have wrestled each other in years. They actually started training together in the L.A. Doge Doe years and years and years ago, so they've known each other forever. So was that Rocky Romero's first time on AEW? Second. Second. He had a uh, match on Dark at like uh, the beginning of the pandemic, I think. Hmm. And uh, the uh, what they talked about the entire time, I mean, it was a really good match, but uh, Okada offered the best friends because Orange Cassidy came out with Rocky Romero. Uh, Okada offered the best friends a spot in Chaos, his stable from New Japan. Did you understand that part? The New Japan stuff? When you're watching AEW this week, when you're watching Dynamite, when they're like, oh, he's coming to join Chaos, and this is Rocky Romero. I'm like, who the, the fuck I, is any I of these? I didn't see the first match because I was I had, I had was dealing with some other oh. stuff. Well, um, but I, well I, Shin, Shinsuke Nakamura originally created Chaos back when he was in New Japan. I, I did hear Tony Khan on the radio saying that he was opening the door again, that they were going to have this match, and he tried to explain it on the yeah, radio a little they, bit, and it sounded like, like he tried to make it like, I don't know. It could be bad for Orange Cassidy because he might get caught in the middle of all this or something like that. And I was like, I just I, wish they would explain the history of it more. I guess. I was like, just like, I'm good. Well, the the segment that they didn't actually show the segment on TV. It was like a backstage YouTube uh, internet clip, and like Rocky Romero comes up to the group and he's like, "I just got off the phone with the Rainmaker, and uh, he's offering you guys all an invitation to join Chaos." And uh, <laughs> uh, he goes, Trent's already been part of Chaos because, I mean, Trent Beretta is a couple former-time tag team champion with uh, Rocky Romero. But uh, I didn't realize that was Trent Beretta and the best friends. The best friends either, so I can't say much. Yeah, he dropped, he dropped his last name. Hmm. But uh, which he should be recovering from his neck surgery, and we might be seeing him again here pretty quickly. But, uh, no, Chuck, though, he goes, he makes a comment about, he's like, even, even Wheeler, he's like, he, he's only been with the group for like a minute. <laughs> he's like, he's barely a best friend. So, uh, Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander, Wheeler Yuta, and the best friends are now part of the chaos faction in New Japan. Interesting. I don't watch New Japan, so. I don't either. That's why I wish they would have explained it a little bit more. Well, you don't have to because you don't watch it, so it don't matter to you until it bleeds over into AEW. That's bleeding over. They're like, oh, my God, they joined Chaos. I'm like, what the fuck well, is a Chaos gonna, and a Rocky I, Romero? That's what, something I was saying a few weeks ago where they, they have all this stuff that happens, and unless you're just a super huge fan like Brent across the table over there, like you don't know what's going on, and they don't explain it. Which actually tonight. Like Excalibur being on the commentary. <laughs> yeah, they needed somebody on the Cole commentary desk. It's a suicide dive, dog. No, the best is we got to take a quick commercial, quick commercial break. But uh, don't worry, don't worry, you're not going mi- to miss a minute of the action. action picture in picture. Yeah, I can't even do it because I fucking hate Excalibur. I don't mind picture in picture though. I like, I don't like. I just want to know, like, they wouldn't even have to explain where the fuck he's from or who the fuck he is if he just take off the mask. Like, he's always had the mask, so he's not going to take it off. Yeah, but they haven't even explained that. Like, what do you want? Like, uh. His trainers, I think, gave him the mask, and he's always just wore it. So, but no, uh, oh, I I, I, we're we're gonna be seeing Okada sometime here coming up pretty quickly. Uh, You've been saying that for like a year, though, dog. Okada wrestles tonight on US TV, uh, Battle in the Valley, NWGP pay per view. So he's in the Americas, though. Yeah, 
Tonight he wrestles it's Buddy from New Japan though. He wrestles Buddy Murphy, who now goes as Buddy Matthews. Uh, but, so is uh, he going to be able to get back into Japan then? Yeah, I mean he's 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 the dude that John everybody wants to see Moxley wrestle. Right, right, right. right. No, that's Onita. Oh, this is oh yeah. I always fuck up Onita and Okada. Okada's the top star in New Japan. Onita's the top star in FMW. Onita's the hardcore legend. Okada is the top wrestler in Onita's the one that comes out the wild thing that John Moxley. Yeah. But yeah, no Okada. Uh, right now, he owns the right to challenge at Wrestle Kingdom, so he'll be going up against uh, Shingo, the Japanese dragon, and uh, which that's where uh, Zack Saber Jr. Did we start the fucking indie mud show report somewhere that I missed? Well, no, they bled it over into <laughs> AEW this week. So yeah, no, just that first whole match, kind of. I don't, I, I didn't know. see any of the first part. It of was a good match. So. I just sat there confused at what the fuck they were talking about the whole time, though. Yeah, that's one thing they don't. I say that's a takeaway is you they, when they do that stuff and they they do it backwards instead of AEW like going over there and it's them coming here and then they don't explain it. Like I said, you got to watch every show to know what's going on and that's kind of one of the bad things. About I mean, AEW. WWE doesn't do it either, but even though like they don't go into ex- explanation, but they can't like they get excited about it and they'll be like, oh, but he's been all over the world. As long like, as the match least, is good, I feel just, like it should talk for itself. Just right now to to let you know, understand that who Okada is. He's like Hulk Hogan over there. I mean, so Stefan Marbury though. He ain't no Antonio Inaki or Michael but, Jackson. But no, I'm just saying on the level, if you had like 1980s WWF, he's a shaky Nakamura. He, he's he's, a, he's Hulk Hogan. He's a fucking Roman Reigns. Drew he he doesn't he doesn't need the championship to be the top star. But he I mean, he's to, challenging for the championship in a few months. He just won't let you compare nobody to Hulk Hogan in life. Yeah, I know. It's all right though, because he's not a good he's person. A, he's a Iron Sheik. Well, he might be a decent person, but he's not a good. person. And then right now, their their world <laughs> their world cha- their actual world champion, which is Shingo. He, he's he's like maybe a Macho Man in the eighties. He's mm-hmm. one of the top stars, but not the, the 80s, biggest. Psh, it's two thousand twenty-one. I'm just talking. I'm making references. Tell him to go home. He's too old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no uh brian danielson rocky romero it's a great match rocky's a good wrestler of course brian's a great wrestler it was a decent match they countered each other a whole lot because they trained together so they know what the other is going to do plus it's pretty cool when it's about to do all the counters and stuff well they can it's if the they know second, how to hold off in a match counters look really it's good. the second time that uh rocky romero's lost on american tv in like the last two weeks though he wrestled uh for impact he got a shot at the x division title a few weeks ago and lost but uh actually that's, that's where i know his name from he was in that fucking yeah he wrestled last he, no he wrestled trey miguel right after their pay-per-view and so we'll move on to the next uh, part, uh, the inner circle. We're coming out to do an interview with Tony Schiavone. Got attacked by top team coming out of the uh, tunnels. Yeah, it was kind of goofy to watch it, to be honest with you. I, you, you, you honest, had Dan, I blink because I don't even... It was... Uh, you had Dan Lambert, Powerbomb, 
Jericho off the oh, top oh, turnbuckle yeah, through yeah, a table. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a power bomb. Yeah, it was Jericho kind of over. Like they didn't do a good job, and Jericho over tried to sell it. But at the same time, like it Aaliyah, get, you're making me so nervous, man. At the same time, <laughs> she's like clicking her fingers at me now. Like. At, at the same time, though, it, it makes sense because uh, he doesn't know how to wrestle, so he wouldn't know how to give someone a power bomb correctly. So it does make sense, and well, it doesn't because Jericho. I'm pretty sure that's part. I mean, he didn't lift him up and all that shit. Right, but well, yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason that uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky were in the ring helping him. Yeah, but they didn't do. A good job helping him i've kind of changed my mind about dan lambert a little bit and not because he's not uh talented or skilled it's because the job of a manager is to get your talent over and i feel like ethan page and scorpio sky are not better or well the talents the ufc or, guys that he's trying to get over those guys are just there to help them get better because they're i guess but wrestlers. i mean arlovsky's i mean it's well, Unless your name's Kim Shamrock or Brock Lesnar, it never works out when the UFC guys come over. Well, they're, uh, they're... you know, uh, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's Ronda Rousey is the Brock Lesnar. of the Actually, Don division. Waterman which, which, was uh, really good in wrestling, too. He just never made it to the WWE's main she, roster. But you think she's going to, since you guys brought her up, you think she's going to be one of our surprises during the Women's Royal Rumble? I'd mark Ronda out. Rousey? I'd yeah. mark out. No. no. She just had her baby, though. She's done with yeah, it's been It's been a while. And the only surprise we're going to get is Natalia Neidhart twice. What about Natalia? Yeah, but twice because they don't have enough women's wrestlers. Oh, uh, we get to see Natalia twice? She's going to do the heel turn, probably sneak, like beat up somebody on the way to the ring and then sneak back in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, going back to uh, your time about UFC and wrestlers not working out. They don't, they're yeah, working. I mean, they need to, didn't it. They I mean, need, there's a bunch of them in they just impacted, need to, didn't it? They need to figure out them working punches. Well, they're uh, already, they well, already bigger than wrestling. Which uh, Paige Van Zandt, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I can but, tell you Paige Van Zandt's husband came out with him and uh, he throws some terrible freaking forearms. They were terrible. A lot of them guys' UFC careers are on the downward spiral because they're getting too old for right, it. And they're and just trying to make money. What did Dan the Beast do? Or not Dan the Beast, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I guess Dan Severn and he was Don WA champion Don, when TNA started. Don Fry for a little while. Um, Don Waterman. Uh, there was a, a Mark. Uh, Mark Coleman was going to do it, uh, and, and they were all going to be pro wrestlers. A lot of them after UFC after they got too old to do UFC and K one. Uh, uh, Bob Sapp almost became a, a WWE wrestler. Dan Lambert's almost like the only thing that has elevated. Since Dan Lambert's been on there with America's Top Team, is Dan Lambert. Oh, and uh, what's his name that wrestled in Junior? Not Junior Dos Santos. The dude who wrestled, Kane Velasquez. He's wrestling again underneath a mask now. Oh, uh, the one that uh, the one that came WWE they, and, and then they released job yeah, and they released him. He's wrestling somewhere independently because Rey Mysterio is still helping him. It's and he was he like he had like a mask on. No, it was nothing I've ever heard of before. But he had a mask on, and I was like, wow, he looks ridiculous. He's huge, yeah, weird, and he wasn't in shape either. And I was like, man. So, I bet it's not good. Are you dancing? Do you want something? Do you need something? No. All right. No. You can sit down if you want. Okay. Why don't you watch TV or something? It's not in there anymore. What makes it into the podcast stays in the podcast. <laughs> I thought right. she was doing a dance routine. She is. Or she's just being a child, but oh. she thinks her room's unsafe because there was four turds in her bed from a mouse. Well, I mean, it's not gross. unsafe. She's seen the mouse that ran downstairs. You, you need me to bring a cat over? If I bring one of my cats I've over, they'll get it. Traps and poison out. The mouse is going to get caught one way or the other. It will die. But it's not in your room anymore. I could, I could bring you to Salem and eat habit. It's too. They don't like it when it's loud and there's people around. So I trust. Trust me. It's not in there. It's gone. <laughs> I do. I, you're not. You can't wash a mattress. And you had sheets on it. it ain't like it was sitting fresh on the mattress. Go That's grab a, a wash story. rag. Your arms ain't broke. Yeah. 
409 underneath the counter. He's that to clean the, clean the mattress with. Well, back to America's <laughs> team and uh, the inner circle. The thing is having... Uh, she dabbed on you, dog. thing yeah. is having top team attack them right before the pay-per-view, it pretty much makes it to where we know that the inner circle will probably win at full gear. Uh, maybe I don't know. I would let I would let top team win if I was them. To be honest with you, I mean Jericho's. I think the Jericho's story's are, for I think the story's already played itself over. out. Yeah, it, it totally has. I don't know. I'm disinterested. I don't give a shit about Junior DeSanto. So I don't give a shit about Arlovsky. I kind of gave a shit only about. Only way I care is if a couple of them guys. Afterwards. Are, only way I care is if is a couple of them guys are transitioning over into actual wrestling and they stick around and try to like become wrestlers. If Which they're just junior, doing this just to piss I was gonna say, on, Junior DeSantos has been the best looking one. Him and uh, Arlovsky. He's been the quietest say, one though. Isn't he? Well, Arlovsky no. said shit either. DeSantos has been a little. Well, that's he why they have. Mike that's why they have Dan Lambert. Right, uh, it'd be neat yeah, if, but if those, he's the only one getting over for if, it. If those two dudes tried to train and become a tag team, and Dan Lambert stayed and was their mouthpiece, that would be cool. But Dos Santos has been a, like he's been doing the, uh, the the old Scott Steiner flex and running his mouth a little bit. He hasn't grabbed a mic and said nothing, thank God. But like he's he's been kind hey, of being a little flashy. Paige Van Zant said the most out of all of them. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, and she's, she's she definitely put her own foot in her mouth. Though, she's like. trying to be bigger than Ronda Rousey with it if she comes to wrestling. I guarantee it. She might she could might be pulled off too. Maybe who knows? Thing is though, it's a street fight tonight, so those. Other two guys from Bellator and Page could play a factor into oh, the if match. It's a street fight. There's going to be more people show up. Probably it's, it's a street fight. Yeah, it's a Minneapolis street fight. Oh, oh, oh. I honestly feel after this match, like should I don't be think... a should be a St. Louis street fight yeah. <laughs> last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Tony Khan. Minneapolis yo, street yo fight. Yo, Brennan so. T-shirt or Tony Khan? Oh. If you ever hear this, no, I want I want the I want the zip up AEW jacket. Well, who do you think gets more gangster when when this it goes down? I mean, Minnesota pretty much burned their whole city down, didn't they? So I'd say Street Fight or Minneapolis, I mean. Minneapolis, St. Paul, yeah. So I would say they're... St. Louis only burned a little part of its city down. So yeah, that was just Ferguson. Talking about street fights. That was just Ferguson. Talking about street fights. Um, you know, Minneapolis. The mean Minnesota, streets of Minneapolis. It might be a little more hardcore. Cause it's a little it's, colder this time of year. Though. Right, right. Honestly, I don't think Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky need to be part of the storyline if it goes forward. I don't really think they're benefiting from... They did yeah. for a second. I don't know if they got their confidence or what, but they've cut they, decent promos. They just have nothing for him to do, and they're, they'd they probably just, be better they, well, separate threw, than as a tag team. They, with they threw them in with them because they both have martial arts backgrounds. They kind of remind me of the Young Bucks a little bit together because they dress in the weird, like... Yeah, I mean, they're not terrible at all, but I don't think they're benefiting at all from Dan Lambert. They're, no, but they're, they're not. They I, were they were fine by themselves before I Top Team showed up. I think they're trying to help get those guys' names out there and all of that. But those guys needed wrestlers who are decent heels, and nobody likes Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page right now. I mean, they're definitely booable from beating up Darby to all the other dirty stuff they've done. So it makes sense that they would, because they want to get those guys to be booed, and so they don't want UFC guys being cheered in an eight by an AEW crowd. That makes no sense. So I mean, those are kind of your like you like to boo. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky because they're like annoying like gnats. And like I said, they kind of started dressing like the Young Bucks a little bit, like not wearing rompers, but like the weird like Hawaiian shirts with the like the pant, the high water pants with no socks and the, and the loafers. Like that shit's, no one likes that. That's a douchebaggery of another kind. And not only that, but like I feel like those guys are really good at being heels. I just think they would be better suited as singles wrestlers rather than. So we got away from Josh Alexander's contract to run out. So, so then the North yeah. can be in AEW, and then if, Scorpio Sky can go back to being Scorpio Sky. I don't know if they'll do that or not. Was Scorpio Sky the other part person in the North? 
No, Josh Alexander was. Who's the second person? Ethan Page. Oh. So, but yeah, I don't know. I just like those guys. Scorpio Sky was part of SCU. No, With Frankie right. Kazarian and Christopher yeah. Daniels. Yeah, that shit needs to stay away, too. Well, it's done. They lost their tag team. I know. That's well, good. I didn't say go back to them. I don't. Want, I want to see Scorpio Sky as a singles wrestler. Fra- Frankie hasn't even been being the elite hunter in here lately. No. he he. Uh, Frankie's They changed his whole video and everything. Him. He wrestled a dark match at the Rampage that I was at. And, yeah, he, just, he was just Kazarian. So. He, he had a really good match with Adam Cole when he first showed up, but after that, he hasn't really done too much. I mean, every time he came out to hunt, the elite always got beat up. So, so moving on. He washed up an impact when he had his good run. So moving on, we had a six-woman tag match between Thunder Rosa and TJ. And hey, I didn't care for this match much. I didn't either. Britt Baker and her two lackeys. They, but then they kind of gave away the fact that Britt Baker's going to win tonight in that match. Because they had Ty Conti win the... No, because they kept on saying how Thunder Rosa was going to be the next to wrestle Britt Baker. But then they're like, oh, well, also Ty Conti and Britt Baker at full gear. And it's like, wait a minute. He just said that Thunder Rosa was going to wrestle her. So that obviously means that Britt Baker's going to beat Ty and wrestle Thunder Rosa after that. You just basically get... WWE does the same shit with their Crown Jewel stuff, though. So, you know. They give you a match that's happening after Crown Jewel, even though they were supposed to... (laughs) <laughs> it was also yeah. uh, the masked wonder who said it, not Jr. or Tony Schiavone. So, oh, Excalibur. Mm-hmm. If you did watch the uh, countdown to uh, Full Gear, though, uh, Taz was in the promo for uh, Britt Baker and Ty Conti, and he he goes, you know, with all the stuff that Ty Conti is has accomplished in her actual like life, he goes, Britt Baker is probably. This is the one challenge that Britt Baker is probably af- actually afraid of. What has Ty Conti done in her personal life? Oh, she's like a black belt in jiu-jitsu. And oh. they, they she's, just an actual, she's an actual Olympian and all that stuff. Yeah. They, they just tried to showcase her and Thunder Rosa. That's all that match was. It wasn't no. Yeah. There wasn't nothing special about it. Well, in that match, uh, uh, Ty Conti got the win. Britt Baker just left her girls to lose took her belt and walked up the ramp yeah she's got to stay protected she's got a championship match this weekend that is true so it's a typical heel move we uh don't have much else to say about that one so we'll move on to uh jungle boy and anthony bowens it's a good, it was match. A good match i honestly though i feel like they're slipping a little bit on jungle boy like they're they're sleeping on him a little bit now they don't even they just it's all back to jungle boy it's all back to the gimmick they don't call him jungle boy jack perry or anything like that anymore no, not really. I mean, he kind of had his chance, and I think they—not that he blew it—but I don't. They went know. with I think Lucha Bros instead of fucking Jurassic, Jurassic Express. Express, man, and I think that hurt. I think that hurt Jungle Boy in the long run. Well, that, and they're doing this ignorant shit with Adam Cole and the Young Bucks, where they could have had Adam Cole come in, and him and Jungle Boy could have went back and forth for a couple months, and it could have been a pretty decent little rivalry and had some good matches out of it. But instead, we've only seen him wrestle once. I'm a little interested with the Bobby Fish shit. I, I think and, I, I think Undisputed Era is going to come into AEW and going to turn on Adam Cole, and then and yeah, it's going to make stars out of the three of them that would be cool well uh, it's it happened during rampage but uh i can just kind of blend them together jungle boy beats anthony bowens and then bobby fish came out and attacked jungle boy mm-hmm. so later so in the back we had a segment with adam cole and the young bucks and he's like i want to introduce you to my friend bobby and they're like we know bobby 
because I mean they were all in ROH together. Yep. Yeah, but the Bucks were like looking at him like, no, nah, I don't think they would. Then Adam Cole's going to be like, no, they bro. said something about uh, being from a different era or something like that. No, they said uh, something. This is uh, this is a. Uh, he said a disputed era. He no, goes, that's right. This is uh the super the era of the super click, the elite. Right, and then Adam Cole didn't say nothing. Yeah. And so that means so he's saying got it's sideways plans bu- for the Young Bucks. And the Young Bucks are going to want to go back to have everyone loving them with their well, super That's because they're still waiting to see what KO's doing. And Adam Cole's such a lovable heel. <sighs> if this... <sighs> he is. KO. Whether you like it or not. Who? Adam Cole, he's a great heel. Better heel than uh, he has a great. face. That's great, but I'm just saying the Young Bucks need to go the fuck away. They're not going to. They'll go back to being faces, and the people will love them. And then uh, the Death Triangle can go back to being... I don't think people love them as much as they think that they were loved. And then the Death Triangle can go back to being heels like they're supposed to be. But continuing the story, uh, Adam Cole had uh, Bobby Fish wrestle Jungle Boy on Rampage. Was that a decent? Yeah. Jungle Boy ended. Sounds like a good match. Bobby Fish did what he's done like every match that he's been in. He attacks the body parts and roughs them up. And I'm honestly a Bobby, match. I'm a Bobby Fish fan now. He's like. you if you're a professional wrestler. I tried to tell you that so many times. When you actually I mean, get Jungle, to see him wrestle you and not have it. the WWE handcuffs on him, like Jungle, he puts on a good match. Jungle Boy ended up winning. He put him in the snare trap and he taps out. He or does. he didn't tap out. He actually like passed out. He does all the moves that your created wrestler on No Mercy does down to even the kicks, like the, <laughs> like the leg kicks and all that. You are Bobby Fish, whether you like it but, or not. But uh, Adam Cole came out to help Bobby Fish kick the shit out of Jungle Boy while he was down, and they grabbed two chairs to do a concerto. I could, I don't ever see him being in the, or AEW champion, but I can see him being TNT champion for Bobby sure. Bobby Fish, fucking eh. But uh, why can't you see him being AEW champion? He, I just, I don't, maybe it's just because WWE never would let him get over. He's like been that, cutting decent promos and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got to get the crowd involved with it more. He's the only one that even uses ring psychology that I've seen in the last fucking weeks. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's he's a fucking animal, dude. WWE didn't let him out. Well, they be on some flippy shit and everything. No psychology spot monkeys like the fucking Jacksons and everything else that happens in fucking AEW. Not everything, but a good amount of it. Well, when, uh, Adam, when Adam Cole, when Adam Cole and uh, Bobby Fish were in the ring beating up Jungle Boy, Christian Cage, and Dra- or Luchasaurus came out to save him. And Adam Cole ran and left Bobby Fish in the ring to get annihilated by the three of them. Yeah, you got to protect the leader. He even knows that. It's, it's That's a WWE yeah. rule, ECW, AEW, WCW, NWA. Honestly, I think I think they bring in... Classic uh, wrestling move. So, Kyle are, are, are Kyle, both of the other ones already... No. Kyle O'Reilly's contract's up in December. I'm ha- Where's they Eric Strong at? They haven't, he, he's the well, cruiserweight champ. They haven't champ. talked about... He's a cruiserweight champ, but They no haven't talked anything about Roddy Strong's contract. I wouldn't be contract. surprised if out of the blue you just see Roderick Strong released one day, and no one says shit. You know what would make me a full-blown AEW fan? If they got all Pat McAfee come over and got involved in that story. He's line. super into WWE, man. I don't know. Yeah, he's... he's uh, He's get, too. Uh, they let him do what he wants down there at the announce position. You know what I mean. So I don't know that. I, don't, I maybe. I, mean, yeah, he's I, already, I would he's rather see made. Pat McAfee as the AEW announcer rather than um, uh, Oni Larkin got released. Right? The next caliber. <laughs> yes, rather than the next caliber. I think him and Jr. and Tony Schiavone would be awesome. Together, actually, dude. actually, if if Jr. stepped away, which he's supposed to because he's got skin cancer. Why right? are you guys putting that heat on? He but no, I'm saying if he stepped away and you got rid of Excalibur, no, just, well, no, just Tony Schiavone and. Pat, Pat McAfee would be, yeah, yeah, but they didn't get rid of Excalibur. I don't think he's. I well, think no. he's going to be a mainstay. Unfortunately, yeah. at that desk, you'll see Shivani and Jr. gone before you'll see, unless he does something ignorant. 
But uh, time to get a watch. You need to look at your phone. <laughs> Is your phone dead? Oh, do you need a charger? I got but one. no, uh, Pat McAfee has already made comments about AEW that it seems like he'll never end up there. Oh, really? So well, but he's a shit talking heel though. Like, well, that's true. Well, you know, Tony Khan made some comments this week too that he's kind of in the shit house right now though too. Who is Tony Khan? What did he say? Uh, at the uh, media thing. scrum. The media scrum. I hate that they made up that word for AW. Yeah, I wasn't going to say that. I was just going to say at the media, <laughs> at the press conference for uh, Full <laughs> the Gear, the pre-press conference. You can't be an AEW fan in the uh, one of, scrum, Brent. Okay, the, at the media scrum. <laughs> uh, they asked Tony Khan about if AEW was going to have a all-women's pay-per-view because Impact and NWA has done it. And he pretty much said that he paid for NWA pretty much to put that show on because his wrestlers were there. He pays them. <laughs> so. So no, short answer, no. We're not yeah. doing our own AEW. And he, he doesn't was, have a good and, enough women's division. Really. And he was uh, kind of rude to the person <laughs> talking because he like cuts her off too. He's just like, well, I can just, I'm just going to stop your question right now. And I'm just going to say this. And. Uh, Tony Khan's a weird interview, though. Like, he, I, it feels like a ADHD kid. Anytime I'm listening, yeah, to he's him. like a he's a 38 year old person with a freaking unlimited pocketbook, right? Uh, uh, yeah, he still like when he comes out to talk to the crowd. He, you can tell that he still I mean, acts like he's a 14 year old kid. Yeah, I mean he's super smart and and. and everything but like his brain's got to be going in 17,000 different directions yeah i don't understand how he does what he does for the jacksonville jaguars and runs a wrestling promotion at the same time well have you watched any jaguars games though well yeah but he's still an <laughs> nfl team even even if you were a part of the Owen 16 detroit lions you're also still he's not in completely in charge of the jaguars he's only like partially in charge he's of the his, cfo his dad's the one who's completely in charge of so at the end of the day it's his dad he's the business. chief financial officer of right the but at the end of the day uh, he, he's part of a he's part of a uh, department he's like the head of one of the departments too yeah but i don't remember which one but yeah no tony's tony's got some backlash going on uh, social media about that oh, Tony tk is about to get canceled because he got no respect for the women's what are you talking about he paid for him <laughs> I, I pay all those bitches but uh <laughs> sorry gator gator, <laughs> gator. <laughs> all right going going back to uh wednesday night dynamite uh you can say hi say hi hello uh no you can't <laughs> no we we just heard your voice on in the headphones no you can't say hi no more yeah i just texted her so she'll text me back in a minute she dabbed on your dog she does it all the time to me but uh she's not a cam newton fan though so it's fine we got to we got to see uh war <laughs> we got to see wardlow wrestle a squash match pretty much this week on dynamite against wheeler yuda i don't like him well if, I, it's not that i don't like him it's his music that i don't like. i don't like his name either his music makes me not like him wardlow or wheeler yuda wardlow, no, wardlow. okay just kind of i don't like, like his name i don't like his music Wardlow who waddles over here i don't mind his matches i guess i don't know i'm never this is the first match i've ever seen him in 
Is this nah, the, always just see him taking bumps for MJF. He kind of looks like Ray, or fucking Bray Wyatt, doesn't he? And not in the Fiend, but his. Uh, I could see that. His I was uh, more like TV Funhouse like persona Brian. or whatever. I was thinking more like Brian Brian Clark. <laughs> but yeah, chronic. Thing is, though, that all they were doing was building uh, an attack for the Hardy family to come out and beat up best friends, yeah, so they can... Hardy family's lame too. It's not even a real family. Oh, it's a, it's a real family. Yeah, that shit just needs to get wiped off the face of the earth. I'm telling you. So just a delete. X delete. Well, delete. <laughs> <laughs> Soon as uh, Jeff gets out of his contract, maybe we see the Hardy boys one what time. What do they call that? AEW. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely go home heat for sure. <laughs> I don't think he has that anymore, though. People kind of like X-Pac him. X-Pac don't have X-Pac heat no more? Not anymore. He used to, but not anymore. Just when he was tag teaming with Kane? Speaking of tag well, teams. Well, when he screwed Kane <laughs> over is what did it. Dude. And it, that shit followed him for like 12 years. You I know, know that? That's weird. <laughs> Can't even put the guy on a face run. Which going? And people still mad about Kane. Which going into uh, tag teams, the next match on the card of Dynamite was a tag team match between Matt Seidel, Lee Moriarty, I mean, you know, when people hate you that much, you can come back like five years later with the NWO and then beat up Kane again and steal his mask and still get that go home heat, dude. <laughs> That's a whole. He's the great one of the greatest wrestlers of all time and does not get the respect for it at all, man. It's because he's shit in people's bags and cut off ponytails. And you put him in chicken sandwich too. All right, Matt Seidel, Lee Moriarty against. Uh, oh, I love this match. Dante really? Martin and Leo Rush. This match really? is. Yeah, you didn't like this match. I liked Leo Rush out of this match. This whole match was phenomenal. Which I didn't realize that the reason that Lee Moriarty wears the white tiger mask is because he was actually trained by the original tiger mask. I'm not big on uh, on Matt Seidel so much, but it was a really, really good match. I go back and forth on Matt Seidel. That's Evan Bourne, right? Dante, yeah. Yeah. Dante Martin. He looks like a grizzled version of it. Dante Martin gets better and better like every week. He just looks like he's... uh, 12? No, he looks like he's... He is only 19 years old. He always staring down at the ground like he's an abused child or something like he's you know what i mean best part of that match for me is leo rush dude he is so fast like yeah he looked he was real good in it too i mean and especially from uh you know everything that he's had to go through and also uh he's one person like most of the time i'm like slow the fuck down also slow the fuck there down, was, let it sell also there was leo a, rush is faster than everybody he should just be as fast as he possibly can all the time and there was a uh well, a, de- he, a death in his family that day and he was expected to not compete and but he decided he still wanted to come and wrestle so i said i think that says a lot about because he's out a who lot I think it was his grandma. I'm not sure who it was that passed away. Uh, Leo Rush. Leo but Rush. he's had a lot of stuff going for him in the last two years. You know, as far as his health, he thought he was never going to be able to use his arm again. And the match that we watched that night when he retired yeah. after that, something happened to him. It's some very rare, like, break or something you can have. And, like, he lost, like, control, like, like complete use of, like, one of his whole entire arms. I feel like he was kind of uh, wrongfully accused of being hard to work with, too. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, the, Bobby Lashley the was... W, the, Bobby the, Lashley w, him, the bad part, right. though, the WWE labels a lot of people hard to work with. Mm-hmm. So, like, Bobby Lashley is meeting, all, going to all the meet and greets and everything, and Miro Rush is with him, but there was obviously a huge pay difference or whatever, but he was still going above and beyond, and, mm-hmm. and, and then he asked the question, like, hey, you know, can I get some more cheddar because I'm putting in all this work, and they're like, oh, you're hard to work with, dog. 205 Live with you. But you know what? When he was Cruiserweight Champion, he was a really good Cruiserweight Champion, and NXT started showing him because, you know, obviously nobody watches 205 Live, so they started showcasing him on NXT, and he was putting on some of the best matches on the show. I didn't realize how fast he was until this match tonight. And then he lost the belt, and then the next week it was like, oh, Leo Rush uh, released, and then he retired, and then he came back, and then he retired again, but that's because he thought that he was – he was hurt bad and mentally 
He was on uh, he's, uh, no, oral he, sessions. Uh, he he held, said mentally he was in a terrible, terrible place and just didn't know what to do. He said he'd never been in that position in his life before, so what do you do, you know? So. Well, this just this year this year he held the uh, M, or the MLW Metalweight Championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see. But I guess whatever the whatever happened to him that night in the ring is something really, really rare that happens to people, but he lost like use of one, like like almost one's whole side of his body are, or something. Are you, talking, said, are you talking about when he debuted as the uh, Joker at yeah, Double he or nothing? Did something to his shoulder at some rare rare like something that happened to it and like he lost almost complete use of his whole entire arm or something like that and that's why he ended up retiring out of the blue like that because he didn't think he was ever going to be able to use his arm ever again and then obviously he got he got better and then started seeing doctors and stuff and found out that you know he he could wrestle again and stuff and here we are so he, he looked like the white power ranger a little bit too much yeah he's got that seth rollins bullshit going. and i don't i don't think i like the moth thing that's kind of strange it makes me think of uh the the, the tick <laughs> Moth. You know what I'm saying? Because his buddy's Spoon. a moth. <laughs> uh, what now? What? It says moth on the back of Leo Red. Supposed stands yeah. for whatever his gimmick is yeah, right now. Yeah, uh, it don't. I don't. It should be something different. Uh, Do you want to sit down? Because you're making me nervous. Man of the hour. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Hour. Yeah, I don't like it. It's weird, isn't it? It's, it's strange. I like the. I did like though that they let Dante Martin get the win for the team instead of Leo Rush. She's not answering. They're so. they're definitely building Dante Martin. The only bad part now, though, is when Darius, his brother, comes back from the ACL tear or whatever that he had. Like, what? Is, what's their plan with him? I'm not uh, Dante Martin's not going to be anything big, anything, anything soon. Like, he's still got ten years of training before he has that. Like, I'm not oh, denying no, that he's got a future, but they fast track him like they did with uh, Amazing Red, then he'll probably fall out quick. Yeah, he'll be gone in two years. But if they keep on doing... Well, I feel like once his brother comes back off his injury, I think he broke his neck or something, didn't he? He tore his ACL. Once he comes back, they'll probably start a tag team together, or they'll do this thing where you know he's with Leo, and then his brother's... Leo's not going to want his brother or something, there's probably going to be like a big... Rip maybe roll, I'm just but, getting older, but all right, he's since, got that baby-ass face. Since put on a great This also match. ties back into Rampage. This match does, so I'll just skip ahead to what happened in Rampage, but... uh Dante Martin wrestled a singles match against uh, Aria Davari from WWE, if you guys remember him. Yeah, I remember Davari. Is that Sean Davari's brother? Yes. He, uh, he I came, barely remember Sean Davari. He, he came out with uh, Mark Magnus or whatever, right? But uh, Whenever he was, uh, they, what, what gimmick was he doing? Uh, remember the nine eleven happened, all that, and then oh, yeah, stopped yeah, doing yeah. that. Muhammad Hassan, yeah, Muhammad Hassan. That he was his, he was his mouthpiece for a yeah. long time. Davari was, but no, they they had a singles match on Rampage, and uh, Team Taz, like Ricky Starks, was already on the commentary desk, but uh, Hobbs and Hook came out during the match, and after the match, they offered Dante Martin a spot in Team Taz. And Le- since Leo Rush wasn't there, which it was kind of funny because Jericho and Excalibur were giving them hell for trying to snipe away Dante Martin from Leo Rush when Leo Rush wasn't there. Uh, so I just don't like Jericho's commentary, to be honest with you. He screams into the microphone. He was, he was good when AEW like first started and he was on the desk sporadically but yeah every says wild ass like he can't keep up with his own words sometimes and like says wild ass shit and it's like no jericho that this doesn't make sense (laughs) 
But that's what happened on Rampage with uh, Dante Martin. He got offered a contract with Team Taz, and he hasn't accepted or declined it yet. He should stay the fuck away from that. Did not work. And then moving back to uh, Dynamite, you had a pack against Dax Hardwood. Um, it's a good match, I thought all yeah. around. I feel like I mean, both those guys are tag team specialists. Like I don't, I know Pack's been in a lot of singles matches, but I don't care for his singles matches. There's just nothing exciting. Dude, I know about, over Pack, dude. The, there's just nothing exciting about him that jumps out the, to me. The, br- the brain, team, the brain buster off the top turnbuckle, though. That, that yeah, was, it was that cool. Was badass. It was cool. But I mean, he's a yeah, he, he can do some amazing things physically, but his time's done. I don't know that he ever had a time. But he's just not marketable to me enough to where like he's got he doesn't have a, Austin Aries versus Neville he, he WrestleMania fucking whatever thirty three he doesn't that was it. he doesn't have great music he doesn't have any one liners he doesn't have over the top gear there's he's just, got a problem showing up to work there's just well, well that's because he's not he's foreign right if he, this all this wasn't going on right now in the world he probably would not be have a problem being back and forth I mean he was he was having problems going back and forth before all this shit started he's got visa issues. Well, I mean, maybe he did something illegal one time in his life. We don't know about. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a felon. Booker T's a felon. You don't hold that against him, do you? He ain't a felon. Yeah, he's been in prison. Went to jail. He's been. To he went to prison. prison. He was like in jail for like less than a year for stealing know. some fucking Wendy's from work. They don't go to prison for that shit. He was robbing Wendy's, not freaking. He worked there. Yeah, but he was robbing them. He wasn't just stealing food. I promise food. you if I come back into fucking back room and steal some shit out of county market, they're he not going to put me in state prison for it. He said prison on multiple interviews. Yeah, he, was, he robbed. So like, unless he's just lying on himself. He was robbing like... He I, robbed, I thought he did like three or four years. Yeah, he robbed like... I could a, be wrong, but I thought he did like three years. He robbed Wendy's, not to steal shit he from He robbed him. Wendy's like Nate Dogg robbed Taco Bell. So while you're Googling that, we'll keep talking about... Uh, and not only that, there's been 10,000 other wrestlers that have been, I'm sure. Well, after after the match, uh, Cash Wheeler came out and helped beat up Pac, and then the lights went out, and Andrade and Malachi Black showed up in the ring. And now that, the whole Cody Rhodes and... You know what would be cool? It would be an awesome swerve, and they ain't going to do it because Cody Rhodes said he won't go heel if they teamed up. Andrade, Cody Rhodes, and Malachi Black, and likes a like, super heel group. Like Cody's, the, that would probably make people cheer Cody instantly. Like Cody's, the member of House of Black they've been talking about. Kind of like an NWO-ish type of fucking group, but just a super group of those dudes. They were all in WWE together. I mean, well, I was, I, I don't think he was paying attention to me, but I think earlier I was talking about what if Pack turns on Cody, and then that the Wyndham shows up, and that the four of them. Are the House of Black against Cody Rhodes? That could be where Pac just turns on the Death Triangle and joins up with Andrade, and, and but it doesn't make. I, guess, I don't know. They do shit like that. Him and Andrade have been wrestling each other, so they do do stuff like that as a swerve all the time. So that would make sense to me too that they would try to be like, ah oh, ha ha ha, and you know, got one over on the crowd that way, you know. But I think it would be really cool if it was Malachi and Cody and Andrade and you put them all three together and then Cody gets that bump that everybody was wanting him to have because everybody like embrace the booze dude don't sit here on the radio and everything else and say oh man I'm not doing that I'm not I'm not accepting that I'm gonna be the good guy I'm gonna be the flag carrier I'm da 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 this and that and it's like dude even on the on the radio it was like should I boo you right now because you're kind of making me feel like I should boo you dog yep straight up boo he's trying to get like and he he wasn't trying to be like that but the way he was coming off made me be like bro you, you need to be booed son 
He robbed 26 locations. 26? Son of a bitch. <laughs> he spent 18 months in prison. <laughs> I told you he was robbing Wendy's. So about two years, though. In, in Wendy's uniform. A little over two, a little over a year and a half. Almost. And he'd worked there for two and a half years. So, goodness sakes, 26. That's I, a, I, watched, I watched the Booker T biography. <laughs> yeah, so that's when he said prison on the thing that I watched and <clears throat> on the WWE Network. But sometimes we do know that WWE, they like to tell that because story. Wrestling, <laughs> wrestling, Jimmy King, both of his parents died in a plane crash. <laughs> wrestling changed his life. Actually, his dad died in a plane oh, crash, and great. then he supported his mother for the rest of her life. I'm so glad to see you're doing so good after you died in a plane crash. <laughs> he says, I'm to kick your ass. <laughs> I love that movie, man. Yeah. The wife, the wife is still one of the best parts, though. <laughs> Hope your diddly turns black and falls in the crapper. <laughs> and then oh, you, God, look at his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> is that you, son? <laughs> yeah, then, <laughs> and then and then the movie even pulled the typical WCW and had his son show up in the lucha mask. <laughs> <laughs> Frank can't even get this train uh, back on track. Made me think of Ric Flair and his son. Once he's getting this train on track, is for. My dad said it's, it's for, for pussy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dynamite ended with a uh, shoot. Con- you. <laughs> uh, a contract signing for the AEW championship with uh, Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega, which ended with an attack from Don Callis. And yes, he's been hiding in his basement for uh, six weeks. No cowboy yeah. shit happened then. No, he got cowboyed to the ground. <laughs> And Some Don Callis shit happened though, and uh, Kenny Some Omega. Shit. Kenny Omega. Yes. <laughs> you know what? And it, they got me too because I was watching. They were doing the contract signing, and there was somebody outside in the crowd doing something because you know how I like to watch the crowd. And the cameraman got in the ring and like kind of stepped in the way of the hard cam and like walked by which, in the ring. Which he did. And know. I was like, "Get out of the way, cameraman! I'm trying to see what that guy's doing." And then it ended up being Don Callis. I was like, "Shit, they got me!" Because usually, <laughs> usually, like they've done that thing so but many you, millions of times. You, you know? did see that the. Uh, CM Punk kid was in the front row, camera side. The one that's been, the one from Chicago that was, he's back. He, no, I don't yeah, remember. Not the old Mexican guy. That I wasn't crying. paying no, attention. The to other that. one. <laughs> that yeah, that kid was in front, was front side or front row, camera side in Indianapolis. So hmm. you know he's got to live right there around Chicago somewhere, probably, because he was also in the same spot in uh, Milwaukee the week after Chicago. AEW's hmm. probably paying him to go there and do that. But you know what, though? CM Punk has had a constant, like, massive cheer for every time he comes out. So I, mean, well, I know because I don't when think people went are getting off, tired of him. Yeah, because when it went off camera for the 90-second break or whatever rampage, he's like, you know, all these internet trolls keep saying that all you guys are tired of me, but I keep coming to different cities and I keep getting the same response. I don't think everybody's tired of him, but he ain't, he ain't grow. There is no growth there. I think that's what people are ready for is him to do. And I think we might get that with him and Eddie Kingston right here. And I, honest to God, I think tonight might be CM Punk's first loss. But I guess we'll probably talk about that stuff a little later. Yeah, it's coming up. But uh, Kenny Omega signed his contract in uh, Hangman's Blood that was pouring out of his forehead uh, from getting red the camera. Off. The red pen to make it sound like shiny, you did it in blood. They so. did that on Raw one time. Undertaker beat up Steve Austin. Well, no, he Hangman was bleeding from his head, and Kenny Omega literally took his finger, got the blood. And yeah, was, I don't. It's twenty twenty one, dog. You shouldn't be playing with other people's blood. I don't. Well, not only that, but I don't think that's allowed in any type of court. I think uh, only about red ink is means void. Uh, but means, uh, means credit. Austin and Undertaker are supposed to have a first blood match this one time, right? So they get Stone Cold on Monday Night Raw. They beat him up till he bled, and uh, Undertaker takes a fountain pen that had no 
nothing in it at all. Sucked his blood Sucked up. Sucked the into blood it. out of his forehead and then wrote it onto the contract. Fuck Under, off. Under, JR sold hey, it though, Undertake, bro. Had me believe in it. God damn it. <laughs> It's 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 sounding his blood. It's his own blood. Hey, He's signing hey. the contract and lost his blood by God. <laughs> I mean, as like got, a 12, 13 year old kid, I was like, oh my God, look uh, at this right now. I mean, the under the Undertaker's urn sucked Big E's soul right out of him. You know so I'm saying? He's, not he, if you have the power. He also no, came. Well, out. No, it's before the power. Oh. His powers also. It's when he him, sits down in the chair. His powers also allowed him to go overseas and overseas and introduce Pitbull. So <laughs> he was also in the Dallas. The mystique of the Undertaker. He was also in Dallas for uh, the press Iron conference ball. for uh, WrestleMania this Und- week too. Undertaker's all over, ain't he? He's trying to be Ric Flair. He was talking about how he can't wrestle no more. Yeah, the Undertaker drip drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't wrestle Boom. no more. Vince kept him and made him wrestle after he was broken. No, he can't even barely walk no more. Poor guy. Which uh, going? Okay, we'll move on to Rampage. We already Ooh. talked about Jungle Boy and Bobby we Fish. Over. We're over what? I thought we already talked about Rampage. What else happened besides only on uh, our goddamn show? It's filler for the night tonight, Hang- pretty much, probably, wasn't it? Hangman, uh, Hangman went up to the Bucks, and Adam Cole steps in his face, and he's like, what are you doing? And you can't, what you? he's like, "Get the, he goes, get the hell out of my way. He's like, I'm here to talk to the Bucks. He's like, well, if you, anything you can say to the Bucks, you can say to me. And the Bucks are like, Adam, go away. Anything you can do, I can do better. Kenny don't like Adam? No. Nobody likes Adam. But, uh. Bucks do. Hangman, liter- Hangman comes up to uh, the Bucks and he goes, "You know what, guys? I screwed you out of a title shot. I'm sorry, but uh, you screwed me out of a title shot when I wrestled with the Dark Order." He goes, "We're even. If you come down to my match at full gear and interrupt, I will fucking end you." Hmm. So, it's cowboy shit. Young Bucks never heard of her. <laughs> and then, and then. Hangman, Hangman walks one? away, and uh, the the Bucks look at the camera like, "All right, Brandon, cut it, cut it off." That kind of reminds me of Marge Simpson's sisters, right? And then you had a squash match. Yeah, that was beautiful in our day. Uh. And then Kenny's Kenny's Marge. <laughs> you had a squash <laughs> match between Jade Cargill and oh, uh, Santana homie. Garrett. Oh, homie. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, well, you guys make. Why you guys make dump that? I'm gonna go. Uh, no, no, you can't leave. You can't leave. We. Have I'm out of left. beer. That was us. That was it. That's all we had. You have to give us a Rhode Island is neither a road nor an island. Discuss. I'm out of beer. <laughs> but no, uh, Jade Cargill had a squash match against Santana Give me a beer, you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> give us a big <laughs> You know, we can go get you some beer or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can do that. <laughs> That's not Jimmy King. That's a guy in a dress. <laughs> Are you the nice boys from the pharmacy come to bring me my, my medicine? <laughs> it's like midnight, one in the morning. <laughs> Your uh, favorite. He's like, no, we found you. <laughs> found who? You're the king. <laughs> your uh, your boy, Smart Mark. Uh, no, Sterling, not my boy. Yeah, he he's your boy. I he, like Jade Cargill, not him. He, he took a cake to the face from Red Velvet because it was Jade Cargill's one year anniversary of debuting in AEW. Of course, she's not going to get it in the face because you don't want to ruin her. <laughs> that was impressive. Was. <laughs> could you hear that on the? <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yeah. you could. Brought that from deep down in the depths, my friend. Yeah, well. But uh, she had a squash match against Santana Garrett, who was one of the releasees from NXT this year. Um. 
And then you also had a lumberjack match at the end of the night between Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy, which uh, I'm glad I didn't see. Oh yeah, no. So Orange Cassidy been getting no love on Rampage. They're trying to make him not the Hulk Hogan. He's not ever. Not even come close. Not even. I haven't actually seen him in too many matches here lately. In the he matches got he has been, he's been getting squashed, squashed yeah. by Miro. Yep. He looked like a bitch on Rampage this week too. Maybe his t-shirt sales are down. I don't know, man. I told you. Or maybe they're about so to do the heel turn because his best friends haven't had his back here lately. <laughs> What's the heel turn of Orange Cassidy look like? Turns his back on his friends. Shrugs them. Yeah. Off Sh- gives them uh, that. Hey, friends. He's showing me this fucking video of uh, their bowling fucking thing they did or whatever. Maybe Orange Cassidy becomes the elite. <laughs> I w- uh, I'm done with Orange Cassidy. This ain't WCW, but they're not going to have everybody join the elite. But you talked about the charity bowling the thing. The charity bowling thing AEW did or whatever. They have him get put through a table. No, oh. no. But he he Orange Cassidy bowls and literally just walks up and flings the ball and walks away. Walks away, doesn't even look. Fucking knocks that nine pins. <laughs> He's yeah. a gimmick all. Him and MJF man gimmicks all week long. <laughs> and uh, well, uh, in the uh, lumberjack match, before it even starts, Matt Hardy offers anybody who knocks out MJ or not MJF. Orange Cassidy, $20,000. So, of course, then everybody besides the best friends are aiming for Orange Cassidy when he throws him outside of the ring. So, did we get zero MJF Darby Allen build this week? Yeah, none. That's on the show, though, tonight, right? It's on the paper. I thought they showed a little promo package for it. They did. That's yeah, they all. Showed, they showed a promo <laughs> yeah, package a for promo the build-up build for the match, but they didn't have either of them on. I don't think you need any more build-up. Not really. No. It's going to be probably one of the best I, matches on the card. I don't know. I don't care for this ma- that match in general, to be honest with you. Why? I feel like both those guys should be doing something way different than wrestling each other for no title or no reason, other than they're Man, one of the pillars. Yeah, no, that's, that's them it, building. Though. That's When they that's come it. back and bring out the best of AEW in five years, that's going to be it. Slowing like, MJF down. He was on a huge well, we'll just, giant we'll jump to, run, and now he's so let me, uh, finish what happened. undercarding it. So let me finish what happens in that Lumberjack match, and we'll move on to full gear. But supposedly after he's done with Darby, then he's on to the, the t- world, heavyweight title. The world title. But no, uh, Orange Cassidy actually loses to Matt Hardy. The The Blade comes in the ring when everybody's distracted, lays him out with n- the Nucks. Yeah, I knew it. I knew you didn't have to say You said Blade got in the ring. I said the Nucks came out. I knew it. Uh, every member of uh, Best Friends got laid out by the Nucks, and then he Nuck tossed it. buck, boy. And then he tossed them to the bunny. He tossed them to the bunny, and she laid out Chris Statlander. So it's going to continue the Hardy feud with Orange Cassidy. It's because they have anything else for them all to do. Except release them. Save some well, money. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of ROH up. talents coming up on uh, for, on free <laughs> buy for We haven't December. seen what's going to happen with Chaos yet. In, in December, there's going to be a bunch of ROH guys up. So so we'll move on to uh, full gear. We'll run down the card. Are you trying to say the ROH guys had a 30-day no-compete? They're not allowed to go do anything until after their last pay-per-view in December. Which is final mm-hmm. final battle. Isn't that ironic? The final battle. They did that on purpose. WCW's big first pay-per-view coming back is supposed to be called The Big the Bang. Big, the Big Bang, yeah. You can't whisper because I can't hear you. Can I, can I say something? As long as it's nothing wild and crazy. Stop that. No one wants to hear that. Too <laughs> <laughs> bad I already did it. Weird little kid thing. Not that. You're on live. We're probably going to get 900 views now. Probably, I hope. Just that's the case, you got to be back on here every week then. 
<laughs> first Just match on noise. the first match on the card for uh, full gear. You have Cody Rhodes and Pack taking on Andrade and Malachi Black. So predictions. I hope Cody makes the giant hill turn tonight. I don't think I, that's going to happen though. I this think this is probably what I'm going to go pick up a Chinese. I think that Cody and and Pack are going to get the win and they're going to try to get Cody over. I'm kind of curious to see if uh, Brody King is going to be one of the members of House of Black. I don't. I don't think Malachi Black gets fucks pinned, Brody King. Though I think that He's, Andrade gets uh, pinned. He is. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Malachi Black has his own faction now. The House they're of Black. Sp- dog. They're supposed to be making one. Yeah. Everyone's got a faction. You get a faction. I get a faction. We all get factions. We like factions. And they all are something family. He's the supernatural character. He shouldn't have a fucking faction. And they're and they're all something family or something house. Stupid. Everybody just now started watching Game of Thrones and but Brody, The Sopranos. Brody King is uh, PW or PW mm-hmm. or P yeah PWG uh, tag team champion with Malachi Black. He he wrestles for New Japan and Ring of Honor, so he'll be unemployed here in the next few weeks. Actually, I'm hoping Jay Lethal. Gets actually, never mind. If, if no, AEW Brody, picks Brody up King. Anybody. Brody King won't be showing up tonight. He actually wrestles at the New Japan show. If AEW picks up anybody, I hope it's Jay Lethal. That's already gone on, right? Like they're already there. That's already done. No, it's on the West Coast, so it won't start until like probably nine o'clock or something. Could have swore that I had results for that already. Well, then they must have taped it. Best of the Super Junior Twenty Eight. No, this is Battle in the Valley. I got you. Yeah, and but the the place that's sinking, so they would never he, sink completely. Are you guys picking to win? This is the only match I don't give a fuck about. I'm and gonna I, go. I'm gonna I go about Malachi Black loses. I'm gonna go with Black and Andrade. Yeah, I already said I think that Cody Rhodes and uh and Pack are gonna win. I think that because I, I don't know. If not, then I hope Cody does the heel turn. But I think that I think the Pack and him are gonna. All right, and the next. The next match, uh, you got Christian Cage and Jurassic Express taking on the super click of Adam Cole and the Young Bucks in a Falls Count Anywhere match. It's got to tear you a little bit, doesn't it? Adam Cole hasn't lost a match yet, but I don't know if you can count this as a loss because it's a tag team match. So as a singles wrestler, it'd still be undefeated if they lose. And if one of the Bucks well, gets pinned, then he definitely didn't lose the match. But I think that the Young Bucks and Adam Cole will win the match. I think so. I'm going I'm to go with, I gotta go with uh, JB. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Adam Cole. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Then you got uh, Darby Allen and MJF. Going MJF all the way, man. Going Darby. Uh, I don't know because, like you said, there's nothing on this Wednesday that happened that would give you any inkling as to who has it, a little bit more The whole build has just been person. fucking MJF being absolutely vile. Yeah, they showed up with a mask and jumped Darby. And then, I mean, I guess he still has the pinnacle, even though they haven't really been featured too much as a group together. So, I don't know. They like having Darby be the guy who climbs the mountain and wins against all odds, you know, beating up two dudes at one time or, or whatever, you know, so. I think it's the start of their feud, and I think MJF's I, going over first. I, that's what I was going to say. I think MJF wins, and I think it'll get him over more as a heel because people are going to hate it because they love Darby, and also it'll get Darby a super over as we want to see you come back and get a big I mean, like, now. So staying in the whole, that whole cinematic match got Darby to the next level, and it's time to get Darby to get MJF to the next level. MJF goes over. And they go on to have probably one of the most incredible series of matches the AEW's ever had. I can see that. I'm I still went with Darby Allen, but I mean, either way, you can build a rivalry off of whoever wins. 
I mean, they're they're the pillars of the company. Then no matter what, there's going to be some sort of a rivalry. And if you think that, and I mean, you know, they want Darby to be their new version of Sting. Obviously, they put him with Sting, and obviously MJF is your new version of Ric Flair. So you got Sting, Ric Flair, Two K right there for you. Which actually, speaking of Sting, how so it's time for Jungle Boy to come in and be the junkyard dog? No, Jungle and- Boy's more like uh, uh, Ricky the Dragon to me right now. And unless he that. does something better, he's going to be that family guy. Yeah, on Everyone parallels. loves him, and he's never going to win a title, and he'll disappear in about 10 years before his time's actually up. Thing is, though, speaking of Sting, when he originally made his debut, TNT wanted Sting to make appearances like every show, and now they've already changed that to where now they want to see him punk to keep making appearances pretty much every show. Of course, why wouldn't you see Sting? Uh, well, Sting's getting older, you know what I mean? So I don't like happy-go-lucky CM Punk. I think that's going to take a turn before too long, man. I think this stuff tonight with Eddie Kingston... He ain't going to out. He ain't going to out. Fucking well, on crazy. Ram- on Rampage, on Rampage uh, CM Punk and Eddie Kingston had to be separated in the parking garage. Sure. CM Punk's usually used to being the wild card, and he's not the wild card of this match. Eddie Kingston's for sure the wild card. He's trying to be the wild card. It's just Eddie Kingston's more of a like he's more of a, he, he's a Eddie brawler. Kingston feel yeah. But when he cuts a promo, he feels super real. Yeah, and see him not that CM Punk doesn't feel yeah. real, but he feels happy go lucky real right now. And Eddie, t- anytime Eddie's fired up, he makes you feel it. He makes. I you don't wanna, think CM Punk has it in him to get that level of fired up like that. Eddie Kingston's got a chip on his fucking shoulder. CM Punk's chips done been smoothed over. Yeah, that is true, and he's paid. And Eddie, Kingston, Eddie Kingston is not. That's why I think Eddie Kingston gets the big win tonight. I think CM Punk's going to take the first AEW loss tonight. And I don't think it's a big deal for him to lose a match like Daniel Bryan. CM Punk could lose Brian. every fucking match. All they give a shit about is his entrance. Right. As long as uh, as long as they got people like Brian Danielson and like and probably an Adam Cole where you could protect their wins and losses. Like like I don't think that CM Punk's is going to matter. His record like whatever is going to matter as much as what them two do. CM Punk's story the Undertaker wise. of AEW. I think. Kind of, yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. And, you know, it's going to be if you beat him, then it's like, oh, my God, he's a kingmaker because you beat him. But if you don't, then it's still you wrestled CM Punk, so that gets you kind of over. What do you want to say? I wanted to say, do you guys know what my dad needs? He needs some milk. Maybe. He needs a girlfriend, <laughs> but you you don't like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> So he needs a girlfriend, but you don't like that idea. No, he needs some milk. <laughs> I do not. In fact, my bones are very intact. <laughs> yes, you need. He can hang. Milk. He can hang from his finger from the garage door. So right. I think he's got plenty of calcium. And it didn't break. <laughs> Couldn't feel it for a couple of days, but it didn't break. You need uh, some milk, no matter what. Yeah, you need some milk. That's I totally were. I totally lost where I was on the card. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Punk, no, I think we brought that up. You guys brought up that. Oh, I thought that's where we were at already. No, though. no, we just got excited. Uh, Kill the town like Tony Khan. Okay, uh, the AEW Tag Team Championships are on the line. The I got Lucha a, Bros against FTR. I got a what if. I think that the Lucha Bros. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the Lucha Bros are going to lose to FTR tonight. I liked the Lucha Bros. I liked uh, uh, the shit got weirder in the pandemic. It's not their fault. Blah, blah. Uh, he couldn't make his dates or whatever i got a what i got a what if scenario that popped in my head but we'll he, talk about it after we finish the pay-per-view i really wanted lucha bros to win the title when they won the title but they haven't done shit with it since and honestly it's time for ftr you to like this baby yoda outfit have a run baby yoda. that is cute see baby yoda <laughs> I, bought, I bought that baby yoda. 
Yeah, it's FTR's time though. They got AAA tag team champions, and they need to be the AEW. And they've been the AEW tag team champions before, but it wasn't a good run. So they'll be the first two times. Yes, and I think AEW World Tag Team Champions. They need to win tonight. Which, which if they do that, it makes perfect. Actually, makes a lot of sense because they'll have those two tag team titles, and on December fourth in Mexico. They defend the AAA Tag Team Championships and they can lose those back against to FTR, well, so they can just flop it to where the Lucha, Lucha Bros, Bros have, have their titles back and FTR maybe, has maybe or FTR becomes tag team belt holders from every tag. Every Not company. everybody can be the motherfucker belt collector. Well, that's what they seem to be kind of trying to do with everybody. But I don't know. I, I imagine that's probably what will happen is they'll lose the belts in AAA and keep the AEW ones. But they Lucha Bros have slowed down a lot since they won them titles. Well, not Pen- not Penta. It's always Ray Phoenix. Honestly, as soon as they won the belts and like everybody's excited about it, I think them, Ray Phoenix might need some milk. Got he's, into- he's fragile. <laughs> they got uh, As soon as they got the belts, anticipation for Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus fucking yeah. was up. Oh, yeah, was every, like, oh, it's time to switch to the actually, fucking belt. Well, like, no, I actually. I didn't do nothing, though. When they announced that tournament, like, a lot of people expected Jurassic Express to win it. Me too. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, I was ready for Lucha. I was ready. Before they announced that tournament, I was ready for the Lucha Bros to have it. They were, I really liked the Death Triangle, but. Me too. Uh, I mean, it was a. It was a forgotten storyline, really. Yeah, kind of. It started strong. Pandemic and then, started, and and Pac started missing dates, and mm-hmm. and then Penta and Ray Phoenix are just well, you can't got not hurt like for them, a minute. I feel like. Penta's the shit. So Penta Penta can make a run for the world title as a singles wrestler. Yeah, I think so too. Me too. I think it's time for the Death Triangle to break up, and well, it's, time, it's the, time for him to kick his. If, that starts tonight. It's time for him to pack joins Malachi Black. It's time for him to kick his brother in the face. Zero, zero. No, he needs to get rid of the mouthpiece. Oh, Alex Bravos mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I'm actually gonna have to go with FTR too to win tonight. I don't really want to, but I'm going to. Yeah, I like the Lucha Bros a lot, but they sort of haven't done anything too much, and the ones kind of injured, and I don't know. I just feel like it's time. Although to I don't them. like the other the other FTR dude, Wheeler or Wheeler. Harwood. You knew exactly who I was talking to about when I said the other one. Uh, the guy who actually slices his arm open. Yeah. Uh, Dax know. Hardwood's a modern day fucking Arn Anderson. Though. I like them both. Is she out there? Wheeler is a fucking which cleaner what? on. He's the Marty Jr. Which in WWE he was he was Scott Dawson. And, well, uh, he's the one who was the first to tackle that old boy and punch him in the face when he tried to get Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame. So just just to let you know. I mean, I don't. I wasn't really a Bret Hart fan. I was kind of rooting for the audience member that time. Get the fuck out of here. You put Bret Hart on your fucking Mount Rushmore. Only because he's fucking squeaky clean and... Not only well, that, that's because, yeah, because that's because you didn't want to piss people he off. Made a be- he made a better leader in the NWO than Hulk Hogan ever did. <laughs> no, sir. Virgil he made a better leader in the, in the NWO. NWO than Hulk Hogan did. The B team NWO. So, do you think when Ted DiBiase has to go out, they even called it the B team NWO. You think now that Ted DiBiase is going to go out and start making money again? That um, is that why he's taking bumps on the next day? <laughs> well, I was thinking, you think Virgil will start putting up every time he goes to make money, like he sets up his evangelical tents? You think Virgil will set up a table out front and try to get free no, autographs? No, 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 Ted DiBiase. He does sets, like that evangelical shit. So right? Ted DiBiase sets up benches and being like, "Yo, so right at this point, Virgil's bigger." Than Ted DiBiase because the Lonely Virgil memes and all that right, shit. Right, right. So now Ted DiBiase is going to be selling headshots with Virgil being like, hey, because uh, that's they had a falling out because Virgil's like, hey, I got Ted DiBiase is going to be here too. Oh, no, sorry, Ted couldn't make it, but I got me here. <laughs> that's that's going to be Ted DiBiase now. Like, hey, I got Virgil pictures. 
<laughs> I only owe five million dollars, so you only have to buy if I can. You know who has five million dollars? Vince McMahon, Chris Jericho. Oh, <laughs> so we're gonna move on to the Minneapolis Street Fight. You got uh, the Inner Circle against Are America's you know, top yeah. team. I'm torn on this one. I'm gonna go with Inner Circle. Uh, I would like to say Inner Circle because they're the super group, but they haven't even been together since the last time they were together, and then like they just I'm, show I'm up. I'm already over the storyline. I think Top Team's going to win. I do. I, I don't want to see the storyline. I'm going to say continue. Top Team just because Jericho has a history of putting motherfuckers over in a big way. That too. And He already did that when he let Dan Lambert put him through a table. The best person that... Yeah, the best person that... No matter if the inner circle stays together or falls apart or American Top Team comes and goes or whatever, the only person that got over in this entire thing is Dan Lambert. He could be the manager of anybody in this entire fucking company yeah, yeah. and get him over it. And no, you, Jericho you kind let, of rose him to the next level for you that. Let, you, let, you let inner circle win because, uh, therefore, that that whole storyline's over pretty much. So then you can have Santana and Ortiz go after FTR when they're the world champs. Sammy Guevara is the TNT champion who hasn't actually defended his belt besides one time. Jericho is Jericho. It doesn't matter what the fuck he does. And, well, Hager can go See, back to that's another thing. standing there. Now that we got the new TNT champion, like Miro was defending that shit every week almost. And he's they all were he's until they Sammy. all were until Sammy. Sammy's going to make you that guy that's your tire seeing him hold that belt because he don't he looks, defend it. He looks, the it's belt the tele- looks a little big on him. It's the television title. Defend it. I feel like. Sammy's a guy that don't need a belt. And that's just my feeling on the whole thing. I feel like Sammy could have been a pillar. But, but I think top. Not, I'd like to say it depends on how long they want the feud to go for. Because if top team wins tonight, then obviously the feud will go on. But like. You at, think so? Yeah, I, I would think so. Why would you do it? But at the same time, like they're trying to make Inner Circle look like they're the fucking greatest group of all time. Like no one can defeat them ever. So that's another reason why I think they top got team defeated won. by the elite like a year and a half ago. And that's when they were being heels, though, right? And now, ever since yeah. they've gone face, they have not lost pretty much, right? They lost in the, the cages when Jericho fell off the top, I guess. Yeah, they lost the War Games match. But, like, other than that, they've defeated everything they've come across. So, I, I expect I them top to win. America top teams, I'm going to go right on the record right now. American top teams winning. I, I want to say that, too, but I expect Inner Circle to get the win storyline. If they do get the win, Jake Hager's painting somebody. It could be. Next match. Sam Punk and Eddie <laughs> Kingston. Oh well, we you know I think Eddie Eddie Kingston gets the first. Do you think? I think. Well, I mean, Eddie the biggest Kingston's CM Punk been, fan in the world's rooting for Eddie Kingston. I, I have to because he cannot keep coming out and fucking challenging dudes and losing to every single one of them. Or what's the point of having Eddie Kingston around at all? As John Moxley's hype man. That's just like what they're doing. I mean, he might as well be Kevin. John Owens, Moxley's Virgil, right? If he's going to come out and challenge everyone and lose to him, he might as well be Kevin Owens. <sighs> Oh, don't talk about Kale like that. Right, but that's what he's been doing for like the last two years, coming out and taking place in Big E's match on Monday night with Seth Rollins and getting beat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking, I don't want to see that happen to Eddie Kingston. He's too good of a wrestler. Obviously, he's too good of a... I don't know if he's too good of a wrestler. He's it, not a great wrestler. He's a brawler. Well, if he gets moving quick at the beginning of the match, he blows himself out and ain't got nothing towards the end of the matches, which is what he did in Chicago. That match was so... Like, he was going good, but he blew himself out too oh, early he actually, and was tired by the well, end. He actually, you could tell. he actually beat Miro. And then the whole Bryce Rensburg blowing the call. Yeah, no, I'm talking. They about... They didn't even continue that storyline. He's intense, that they He's not a chain wrestler. I'm, I'm, ta- I'm talking about like, like maybe an eight minute match, and he's good. But beyond eight minutes, like especially if he's fired up at the beginning, like he blows himself out. You can tell he was tired, super tired. Yeah, but by there's the end no chain wrestling here. and shit. It's that's a oh, brawl. It's no, no, fucking no, 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 no. Them knocking the shit out of each other. 
I know, but like what I'm saying is he goes out there fired up and then uses it all in the first four minutes of the match. I mean, everything he's got, and then he's super tired for the rest of the match, and it don't look good. Like well, if he go out there tonight, to this episode just so she can hear herself yell milk in the background. Probably and tell all her friends. Whatever as long as we, get them, podcast. we get them. podcast. We get them milk. <laughs> we get them. <laughs> we get them views. That's all I care about. But I do. Seriously, got to tell all your friends at school. Listen to high spots and kickouts. I think after the insults that CM Punk gave Eddie Kingston about wrestling him on dark and elevation. Hey kids, do you like wrestling? <laughs> do you like violence? <laughs> and uh, you want to me? You want to see me shove nine inch nails through each one of my eyelids? <laughs> see, you didn't think I knew Eminem. That's impressive. Honestly, everybody knows Eminem. No, Brent don't. Drop a gym on me from Mob Deep real quick. <laughs> what? <laughs> Exactly. I just had the moment in my I, I just had the moment in my wedding where I didn't even pay attention to you and said what? Oh no. In our in our wedding on our wedding day during the vows. It's my fucker still laughing. It's it's one of the great attention to this wedding. Yeah. No, I thought I was done with the vows because I got to the one part and I was like, okay. And then then just Stan, I do, Stan No, Stan said the next line and I'm like I just look at him and I'm like what? <laughs> it's actually one of the best parts of our wedding video. What? Now I have to see your wedding video. <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> no, sir, we're not done. No. Yeah, that's oh, what. Uh, you shit. promised to honor and respect what? Oh, no, shit. I, I, I don't remember right Did you add that shit? <laughs> Stan's like, you're not done. I'm like, oh. What, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> this is why you should not write them ahead of time. Make that shit up on the fly so you can quit anytime you want. I'm done now. No, I was just I was just repeating what he said to me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like your vows you had to write and you wrote no. them ahead of time and had to memorize like, them. Honor and respect. Yes, yeah, honor and respect. Uh, Brett was thinking about, I wonder what Hangman's going to do in the match tonight. Sickness and health. What? Uh, no, 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 that, that was this bitch gets sick. We're out the door. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> Brent was, like, <laughs> was like, "No, I'm not sick. What do you mean?" Dude, I got mar- I got married 13 years ago on Monday, like, like this previous Monday. I'm like, I got, I don't think Hangman Adam Page was a wrestler 13 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ever see that meme like where they're I was the just thinking I was just thinking cowboy shit. It's like I bet I bet. <laughs> Cowboy shit. You seen that meme shit. where the guy and the lady are laying in bed, yeah. and the lady's like, "I bet he's thinking about other chicks." And the dude's like, "Oh, I wonder what what batteries go into the back of a radio." Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that was him at the moment. How much did you have to drink before your wedding began? None, actually. Oh wow. So you shouldn't have been what? spaced out. Oh, I got. Plastered. That was the problem. I got plastered afterwards. That was the problem. I almost died that night too. <laughs> what? On the way back, I, they, they, I had the limo pull over because I had to knows. pee. And right where Veterans Parkway and and uh, uh, Jefferson and Veterans come together, I just got right out of the thing, stumbled into traffic because I had to piss. <laughs> my cousin grabs me and like holds me by the back of my jacket as I'm peeing. Can't on the pee side on Veterans, the- dog. Oh no, I was. <laughs> I was not not the actual Veterans of the Road. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking no. about peeing on an actual no, veteran. No, no, Veterans Day was it. We're talking about Veterans Parkway, okay. Springfield, Illinois. I, she caught, I had to deal with this over here for a minute and had to come back in. We're right not talking said, about. Came right, right back in as soon as he said, Yeah, I peed on veterans. And, I was like, <laughs> and then you were like, No, you can't do that. And then he was like, Yeah, well, I did. And I was like, What? No, the night of my wedding on the way back to Petersburg in the limo, I had the driver pull over because I had to pee. I and it was, it was on Jefferson. And Veterans Parkway on the Springfield, <laughs> the, the main four, the main stoplight right there. And I stumbled into traffic. My cousin like grabs me and throws me towards the ditch. And it's like pee. 
<laughs> I've just done it out the window going down the road. Seriously, the men and women of our armed services deserve yeah. a little bit more respect than to be peed on, bro. Yeah. I didn't pee on <laughs> America. I just heard Mandalorian. Yeah, she just heard it. Well, they don't know where they so came, or what planet he's from. Nobody, so nobody does. No, so yeah. we'll move on to the finals of the world eliminator tournament you got brian danielson against miro for a number one contender i think a lot hinges on this match <sighs> to the aew world championship like I said, there's if, two ways man if brian wins then kenny omega wins tonight if, right and, and then we get a 60 minute new miro, japan match if miro wins then i feel like hangman hangman's the champ so maybe we see cm punk and and daniel or brian both get their first losses. i'm calling brett daniel brian just because i want to see uh brent's tears Oh, Miro cut a savage, <laughs> savage. Miro cut a savage promo on Rampage. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm looking for the other half of this bottle. There's some. Miro there's cut a some. savage pro- promo on Rampage, that, or I Did mean he? on Dynamite, that he didn't really, he didn't talk about. But yeah, man, he uh, once he said, once I beat Brian Danielson, I'll be able to. What do you say? I'll oh, be able to look at my wife or something. No, he said he said something about be able to or... to something about his God b- above and be able to t- be able to look at his wife down below or some shit like that. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker, dude. Yeah, Miro's this annoying with that shit already. No, man, I dig it. His God shit's stupid. Got him locked in the closet. Or is, whatever. C- is CJ Perry showing up tonight? Not because it wouldn't make sense with this run he's on. I am right now fine with, with either way of like this is an example like. This isn't this isn't Tony Khan like coming to it might be him coming to the next level like he has booked himself into a thing where it doesn't even fucking matter what happens people are buying the next whatever happens yeah I don't know promo the promo Both of the, the next matches the promo Miro cut the other night that was really good thing is if she here I want Hangman to become world champion but if Kenny Omega remains yeah. champion and I get to see him and Brian Danielson in another sixty minute match because you know it's going to be it's for the world championship, so you know it's going to be a 60-minute time limit match, and they're going to go that full 60. So it's going to be sweet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they had me sold when they had their 30-minute time limit draw. But, so. but then again, you can have – if Okada's coming, you can have Kenny drop the belt, and we can have an Okada fucking nah. – Oh, Kenny smash. Omega match again. I, I, I think everybody wants to see that that Brian and Okada. Omega rematch. Not Okada, Brian and Omega Well, rematch. no, I want to see Brian and Okada, too. I know what you want to see, but I think as a whole. I think the better business would be Omega and Brian. I honestly think Adam Page wins tonight. Uh, Kenny or Miro comes on to beat Adam Page, and then fucking Okada comes with Kenny Omega. Yeah. Which is probably the lesser of which would sell pay-per-views, to be honest with you. I, I, don't, I think all the money, the mega money, is with Brian and Omega. And, I mean, they could try to draw that shit out for a while until All Out next year. I don't know. What's their WrestleMania show, technically? Is it All Out? What's their what's their top show of the, the year that they yeah. showcased? Double or nothing, it's right? Double or nothing. So, I mean, they could try to draw it out until Double or Nothing and then try to do a big, huge deal. Like and that's what they WWE just announced, does WrestleMania. But. They just announced, too, that Double or Nothing next year will be in Las Vegas. As far as if they're... And I don't think that people worry about ratings like they used to because there's so many different platforms to be able to watch things on now. I mean, it's cool to talk the about. Original, it makes it seem like people are getting destroyed. The original, like, the original double, double or Nothing was in Las Vegas. They had, it, they had the next one planned... And the pandemic 
shut it down and they just announced that this year or next year's double or nothing will be in las vegas so yeah but wrestling pay-per-views in las vegas have always been traditionally bad but not this last one uh, double or nothing the original one in las vegas sold out in three minutes but uh i i don't know man i just i would rather see those guys wrestle main event championship i want to see an iron man match between those two i think it would be great to see both those guys go an hour and see how many falls each could get. I think that would be fucking perfect. But that's some Brett and Sean shit. Like I've said, I said, they both reminded me of those guys when they were in the ring that night for 30 minutes, though, going. And I would love to see that again. I don't want to wait a half a year to watch that or for one of them to get injured in between and, and it not to happen at all. And I feel like that's... Kenny's what, on the verge. And that's what's on everybody's... That's I mean, Hangman took that time and went home, and I feel like Brian coming in kind of... Still over cliffs. What Hangman coming back and Hangman all that. wasn't over at the Dark Order shit though. So, Hangman hasn't been at a level to compete at the World Championship level. I don't think it's since, this time yet. Since I mean, if they would have done the Kenny fucking Hangman page immediately after they split, that would have been something. Not, well, not they that he to, wouldn't they had to ever have those, be there. I just don't they think had to now. have those two go against each other. In the first Eliminator tournament to see who was going to become the world champion. I feel like where Hangman's at right now, he needs to be. I mean, that was a year ago, right? I feel like full gear. I feel like where Hangman's at right now is he 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 needs to have the young bucks with him, and he needs to be the. The stock level of Hangman Page has definitely gone way way low, and it wasn't just because his kid was born and he had to take time off. He was not that hot when Dark Order was. There's you can tell. I don't think he's been excited to be honest with you about what's been going on backstage with this shit. This cowboy shit. It would mean a lot of things <laughs> to a lot of people for Adam Page to win it, but honestly, it's in vain if he's continuing the way that he's been on his trajectory for the last year because... I just don't think it's his time yet. Not that it won't ever be, but right now, I think it would be a bad idea to give it to him right now. Just me. And then the last match we got to talk about, figuring you guys don't like cowboy shit. <laughs> uh, we got the Women's World Championship match between Britt Baker and Ty Conti. Uh, I haven't seen enough of Ty Conti yet, so I guess I'm not a Burt Baker fan by no means. But well, like Clint already said earlier, they're already projecting Thunder Rosa, so to be yeah, the next AEW Women's Champion. Uh, shit stain kind of gave that away. I don't know that he was supposed to, but well, how are you gonna pre- uh fucking wait? Vince Russo works for not fucking WWE him. Uh, or AEW Not him. Fucking the goddamn mask. Excalibur. Uh, he fucking uh, excrement, I guess. Excrement. Excrement. <laughs> excrement. Uh, he fucking, he said that Britt Baker versus Sonda Rosa, and then he goes, oh, and the, uh, Britt Baker versus Ty Conte at full gear. And it's like, wait, well, you just fucking told me who's going to win at full gear, you stupid ass. Like, he tried to throw it away real quick and jumped to something else, but it was like, no, dude. Uh, I like Ty Conte, but yeah, Britt Baker's not leaving, or is leaving full gear, still world champ. Yeah. I mean, I wish she wasn't, but probably. Can, can I get? Is this the last match on the that we were talking is about for Brett, that paper? Is Britt Baker? Yeah. Fucking... Can I give you a what if scenario real quick? That's one. You know, Tony Khan came out and said he had more money than Vince McMahon. Okay. What if Vince McMahon did. is releasing all this talent in hopes that Tony Khan will pick it all up and put himself out of business like an idiot, and then Vince can laugh and say, "Ha ha ha!" Yeah, I've been saying it for. I want there to be a second promotion that can rival a or WWE, but it's never going to happen. And the only reason that AEW is getting any fucking buzz right now is that they're killing the town. I mean, they're giving everybody what they want right off the bat. And Cody Rhodes was on the radio the other day saying, I hope Tony Khan hires every free agent there is everywhere out there. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Cody? 
you're going to be gone in three years, probably. Back to the WWE, probably. And Tony Khan's going to be fucking out of a job because, like, you want him to sign every free agent that there is? For what? I guess get it. There's a lot of talent, but then you got to showcase all that talent continually. Or you can sign them each for, like, $5 a night. We didn't talk about any surprises happening at the pay-per-view. I, they haven't really led to think that there's other than the House of Black There's shit. somebody that's strongly rumored for him to see Bray Wyatt. He's making movies, dog. He ain't showing up. But the House of Black thing is the Just only thing I've heard. Just because he's making a movie doesn't mean he can't show up. Ah, I guarantee you. He's, uh, I mean, PW Insider said there's like some credible fucking dirt sheets that have said that he's strongly. I mean, they're almost as confident as when CM Punk showed up. I guess is he we'll giving see. away free ice cream bars? Because, I mean, uh, we, we should have. I mean, they're definitely not starting a show with it because it's so strongly remembered, I guess. Raekwon the Chef has a new ice cream bar now because of CM Punk, by the way. <laughs> you so. told us that last Oh, every time good. I get a chance hey to say. he's got to taste the delicious ice cream bar it was a good but CM Punk's was just Chicago chocolate and vanilla uh, Raekwon's is like butter pecan and no fuck dog it fuck was not just pecan. chocolate and vanilla it was fucking Madagascar Madagascar oh, vanilla yeah. beans but vanilla I'm saying beans. like, and I'm pretty sure this vanilla milk stout that I'm drinking from Schlafly probably has Madagascar beans in it too that's what they keep telling <laughs> you anyway oh yeah I'm just going to have to drive Clint to Chicago just so I can stop hearing about fucking Raekwon the Chef's ice cream bars, no, probably. This whole ice cream place has <laughs> more and more than just CM Punk no. bars and ice cream, uh, Raekwon ice cream bars. they got a bunch of them. I know, but to get you to shut up about it, I'm going to have to drive yeah, you to I Chicago. Yeah, I want one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome to the Andy Mud Show Report. And now, the Indy Mud Show Report. We're talking about ice cream. <laughs> so uh do full gear starts in like a half an hour so this is gonna be a paraphrased fucking indie mud show and wwe report because both shows all suck pretty much suck this week uh running down nxt 2.0 started with uh toxic attraction against io shirai casey Cantanzaro, and Caden carter uh zoe stark is officially out with an acl tear so Io Shirai is missing her tag team partner. Uh, Toxic Attraction went over. We had uh, Kaylee Ray and Saray. Uh, all right, match. <laughs> Can't do. You guys are laughing over there. I don't know what's going on. Totally makes sense. Uh, other shit that happened. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez showed up. Calls out Dakota Kai. Cameron Grimes was in a squash match. Uh, Solo had a match against LA Knight and Grayson Waller. Electra Lopez invited Sion Quinn to join Legato del Fantasma. And uh, she's going to be on that 60 or that six month thing, I think, because she's a fucking terrible wrestler. She's okay on the mic. <laughs> she's a terrible wrestler. She's a terrible wrestler. And then we had in the main event Carmelo Hayes against Pete Dunn. Uh, Pete Dunn beat Carmelo Hayes with the help of Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis, who just kept distracting people. So, as Simon Miller would say, let's bring down the distractometer to like 200 for WWE for the whole fucking year. <laughs> uh, going on to Impact Wrestling, he had a number one contenders match for the tag team titles between Bullet Club and Finn Juice. Bullet Club walked out, so Chris Bay and uh, El Fantasmo. Actually, the best part of that entire match was watching Doc Gallows and uh, Hikaleo fucking go at each other uh, yeah, face to face. Yeah, kind of setting up uh, Elite versus Bullet Club in like a way, but not that Elite could be versus the, Bullet Club. That could know? be the ultimate Are they Elite? Line. 
Yeah. They're the Bullet Club, I thought, right? No, they switched up and went with the Elite whenever uh, all that stuff happened. They they yeah, said the that brothers. they were going with the Elite, and then they tried to get the Bullet Club to join them, and Bullet Club was like, no, nah, dog, that ain't our shit. Yeah, you guys aren't Bullet Club. And they, they, you know, they've been putting the out good, tweets and all that saying, good, these guys are not Bullet Club. The Good know? Brothers are the Elite. They should be Bullet Club, but they chose They signed Adam with Cole. their own company, man. I think they did that because the, the fucking forbidden door was going to be open, blah, blah, and it's not as open as it was before. Yeah, I don't think and they'll be with Impact for very long. They'll probably be... They signed three-year contracts, right? I'm sure there's probably ways out probably. of that. Probably. Impact, dog. Uh, <laughs> uh, Minoru Suzuki had a squash match. Uh, next week, we get to see him and Josh Alexander in the main event. And then you had a number one contenders match between Matt Cordona, Eddie Edwards, and Morrissey to see who takes on Moose at Turning Point next Saturday night. Um, actually, Eddie Edwards is the number one contender. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, they got Battle in the Valley tonight. Uh, like I said earlier, you got Okada against Buddy Matthews. And then you have a never open weight championship match. Jay White's defending his title against Tamahiro Ishii. I like Jay White. And then also uh, Josh Alexander, TJP, Jeff Cobb, Will Ospreay. They're all actually on the card. On which which company are we talking about now? New Japan. And Josh Alexander's putting a lot of work in, man. I can't wait for Will Ospreay to fucking come in. There he's, was he's <sighs> he's on the card for. Battle in the Valley tonight. When when independent wrestling became actually, I think he's going against Daniel Garcia. Bigger and bigger and bigger. There was there. Were, just, this is this is the same as the Briscoes versus the Young Bucks. When when independent wrestling was gaining steam and first it started out, there was two tag teams you talked about, but one was always going to go over the other, and it was always going to be the Briscoes versus the fucking Young Bucks or whatever. And the Will Ospreay situation is the same thing, man. At the same time. You know, nobody was saying Kenny Omega is the best wrestler not unsigned to WWE at the time. They did eventually, but at the time the indies were fucking firing up, man. There was two people, and it was fucking Ricochet and Will Ospreay. True that. They did have that match that was on YouTube that got, I believe it got Ricochet signed to the WWE, that match. That they yeah, had. for sure did. And Vader got pissed about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then so Will Ospreay too, and Vader had a match thing is too, If it. you've been watching Ospreay over the last year or two in New Japan, he's not just a straight-up spot monkey anymore, too. He's actually learning how to. Well, and so he, him he, and Ricochet he, he the, blended spot monkey with psychology better than anybody I've ever seen before well, and they well now, might be able well to Ospreay's, take it to the next level but and now Osprey's even better at it so and, and Ricochet ain't been doing shit when's his contract up I figured he was gonna be one of the releases by now and he hasn't been which is kind of surprising uh, he's, he's starting a feud with uh, 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 Mustafa Ali right now on Smackdown won't be long yeah I mean won't be long that's it's not a true indie revolution. It's not a true second company coming and being until like there's the fruition of what got it started. And Will Ospreay and Ricochet is what got me paying attention to the indies. I think you'll see Ricochet someplace else before you'll see Will Ospreay someplace else. So I think Will Ospreay is comfortable where he's at. Well, and he had some mental issues too, right? He had yeah. to take some time off for some mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yes, he had a neck injury too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, you probably have some mental new, health issues if you had a broken neck, too. So. New Japan made him vacate the world championship. Yeah. 
and that's yeah, how that's news. I remember wrestling loves actually. a comeback, man. And Will Ospreay coming to AEW would be would be bigger than CM Punk or Brian, Daniel Bryan coming to indie show wise. Yeah, indie people wise, like guys that are super hardcore and right. like that would know the, what you were talking about earlier when we were talking about uh, the New Japan guys wrestling, and they were talking about the storyline. You said I got so confused. Like yeah, it would be big for people like that for sure. But guys like who've only watched WWE their whole life though, they're not they're again not gonna really know who he is until he gets to AEW and he starts doing stuff and then they'll say, Okay, I know who you are from this point and if he impresses them enough they'll get on YouTube and maybe go see his background story, but you know, right now it's still a lot of the WWE guys that are coming to AEW are helping them get a lot more people to turn the channel than the independent guys uh, are. I think that was their plan and it failed. Uh, I mean, Brian Danielson and and CM Punk, I think, are clear. They, I mean, they've never, they've never beat like they're they haven't set any record numbers for even themselves. No, no, no. Lately. But they've like, gotten more eyes to turn on their show because of Brian. I mean, it and hovers CM around seven hundred thousand to one point two since its start. Like when they brought in the New Japan guys to wrestle John Moxley, it was cool, but that didn't get no random guys never heard of AEW to be like, oh, they I have no more guy. newer viewers now with CM Punk and Daniel Bryan than they did when Jericho and fucking. That's that's what I'm saying. That's them uh, guys brought that. I don't. Uh, outside of the hardcore independent guys, though, I don't think that Will Osprey would bring like a you or me who are like maybe because we know about it. But like a guy who's only watched, though, they're they're standing strong with Monday Night Raw. Like, so yeah, but Monday, yeah, Night, but Monday Night Raw had to take a fucking dip and a half. It's Monday not like, Night Nike will. It's not like Nitro when it took off and fucking slammed them. Fucking. They they that brought it to another level. They're beating them by proxy. That, I think that's kind of the problem with the Raws. They don't have to worry about beating anyone. And, and, and SmackDown and even Tony, more. And Tony Khan said he'll never move a show to Monday night. So yeah. if you're smart, he'd fucking expand his Friday night show and compete. That's the big dog right now. He's holding that shit for two point six billion fucking dollars. That's talk about the David Goliath's fucking strategy there. All right, JCW uh, has two events this weekend. Uh, one of them happened last night. It was Evil Deeds. Uh, pretty much the highlight of the show that was on the card, you had Alex Shelley going up against Matt Cordona, which Alex Shelley ended up beating Matt Cordona. And then tonight is the Nick Gage Invitational. So you have eight, probably gonna die. You have eight guys <laughs> going in a uh, tournament-style death match. See? Fucking all, all out. Is Nick Gage in the match? I don't think he is. Hmm. <laughs> Nick Gage Invitational that he's yeah, not in? Yes. Is he in jail right now? Just well, actually, for like the first two or three years of it, yeah, he was in prison. Sure. I think I think he won like the fourth year. I know the guy that owns that Necro company. Butcher like, in it? No. The guy that owns that company looks like he's about a 13-year-old boy. I know he's not, but he looks <laughs> super young. And then also uh, AAA announced, like I said, their next pay-per-view December 4th. Uh, Triple Mania Regalia. Which I don't know if you know anything about that guy that runs that company, but he started as one of the shit heel referees at that company, probably getting paid like $10 a night to referee, if that. And now uh, he, he runs was a, I think he company. was a, I think he was a C, or CZW, and then he created GCW. And then say now he mm. runs this whole company or whatever, which is kind of cool. I mean, especially for being as young as he is. All you fucking need is some folding chairs in a wrestling ring. I mean, I think GCW's become a little more, probably because of some of their their... David Arquette and their bank addicted drug robber and some small things like John Moxley and things like that have gotten them to where they're a little more and people know who they are now. But that dude was doing quite a bit of stuff even before he he sold out the ECW arena more than the ECW Ain't people. Nobody had. got 
GCW over bigger than Matt Cordona. I'm not saying that he got them over. I'm just saying from where they started out to where they are now, like I think he's doing a really good job for not having a regular TV show, only putting on basically death matches and things like that. Like, yeah. And, you know, they, I don't know. I think the dude does a very, I mean, I, I'm not super into that shit where people try to kill each other in the ring like that. But, like, like, I think the dude's doing a really good job for not being, like I said, not. Uh, he sold out the ECW arena more times than ECW ever did. Right. It's saying something a little bit for not being on a regular. But had ECW not gone and been on TV, they might have lasted a little longer, too. Though, actually, so. actually uh, one of the things that did happen at Evil Deeds last night that I, I, I overlooked, but uh, you guys remember Leon Ruff? <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he debuted and won his match. You mean the fucking Wish version of Leo Rush? Yeah, but I mean, he was the North American champion. <laughs> he beat Johnny Gargano. Sure. And Damian Priest. Sure. But, uh, totally <laughs> impressed. Then going back to AAA, uh, Kenny Omega defends his title at their next pay per view against uh, El Hideo del Vikino. Vikingo, Vikingo, whatever. He's number forty-two on this year's PWI. Not techno Viking. Hito I don't want to talk L- to you guys about AAA. Took one degrees to go to Mexico City. Hito El Vikingo. And then the Lucha Bros get their rematch against FTR for the AAA Tag Team Championships. FTR. FTR. So there's a future show going on that. Whoa, 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 whoa! So that means FTR wins the night, right? Possibly, they, yeah. They get the shot at the AAA championships that FTR already holds. Oh. Fucking stupid. Forbidden it's other companies, yeah. Bullshit. yeah. They're going to flip-flop titles. They're going to... FTR will probably win the AEW once tonight, and then on December 4th, Lucha Bros will win their Mexican titles back. Maybe, or FTR just holds the belt. <laughs> I said that earlier, and you was like... They're not being fucking belt collectors. So... Well, that's the end of the Indie Mud Show report. So now we move on to uh, WWE's Dumpster Fire. Everybody should collect belts now. It used to be Monday Night Raw. Now it's Monday Night Dumpster Fire. Well, let's see. Paraphrasing. Uh, nope. 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 <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. nope. 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 Seth Rollins and nope. Uh, let's see. Seth Rollins uh, started the show. Him uh, and KO had a match in the main event. Uh, KO lost by count out. Turned he- turned heel again by beating up Big E. Uh, the twenty four seven championship changed hands like six times in can't beat him, thirty seconds. Right? KO's becoming the if you can't beat him, join him guy. Didn't uh, uh, fucking what's his face made us come back to win twenty four seven? Drake Maverick. Corey Graves. Okay, this is this is what happened. You actually had a real match between Reggie, who's the champ, and Drake Maverick. Drake, Drake Maverick ends up winning, and then Tazawa ends up rolling him up, and then... Tazawa's still dressed like a ninja? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then Corey Graves rolls up Tazawa, and then Byron Saxton rolls up Corey Graves, and then... Uh, <laughs> I think I think Vince Ar- come out and win the belt. And then, yeah, and, and then our truth got. And then I think our truth rolls him up, and then Reggie rolls him up, gets his title back, and runs away. I swear, I hope it ends with Vince winning and throwing it in the trash can and blowing it up. <laughs> uh, and then also, what happened on Monday Night Raw? Dominic was fuck? Dominic was kicked off the Survivor Series team because he lost a match to Bobby Lashley. You're too babyface kid, get out of here! No, he's the only person on the team that's not a WWE champion. So Adam Pearce kicked him off. Well, put him in a match. He had to win the match, and then he sent Which Bobby Lashley out. Bobby Lashley. So it was like ten minutes of Bobby Lashley beating the fuck so, out of Dominic Mysterio. So now we have heel GMs again. 
They're not, yeah. they're not GMs. I'm sorry. They just make the decisions. Executives. Yeah. They're heels now again. Man. Yeah, pretty much. WWE's falling right back into that stereotypical uh, fucking. Then you had a you had a five woman match between uh, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Carmella, Bianca Belair, and Zelina Vega to see who becomes the new number one contender. Bianca to, Belair uh, won. No. Okay. How, how about we just throw them all in one match together so we don't even get to showcase a bunch of them throughout the night? And we only got three hours to show. We'll put a ladder in it. Call it the money in the bank. <laughs> just stupid winner. to me that you got three hours to showcase winner. all these women in a match. Winner gets a title shot against uh, Becky. Could have set it up tournament style almost. Who won? Liv Morgan. Crucifix roll up. And then you know Becky Lynch is going to beat her. Like 25 minutes into the match. I mean, it was a long match. Really? Yeah. I'm not saying that they would like give them time, up. but I'm saying they put them all in a there's match only, together so that way they can only save two, time for showing There was only two matches, matches throughout the night. There was we only two matches. for segment the, 15. What are we going to do? I know. Grab all the women. Throw them in there. Yep. Put the Mexicans in segment two. That's what <laughs> there they was do. Only, uh, there was only two matches in the last hour of uh, Raw, and it was the women's match and the KO and Seth Rollins. I'm sad about Tozawa, man. That motherfucker's talented, and they got him running around in a ninja suit two years, two years past the date of that fucking gimmick. <laughs> poor, poor man. Moving on to SmackDown. Anybody ever needed jailbreak? There's only one thing to, that happened to on SmackDown. AEW. And Xavier Woods became the head of the table. No, he didn't. <laughs> you mean Roman Reigns ends up wearing his fucking crown at the end of the show? <laughs> By the way, also during SmackDown. Uh, Xavier Woods never going to get that love or respect from nobody. He had him beat. Had him beat, but did it count in the in a court of whatever? No, uh, he won by disqualification because the Usos That's pulled him out of the doesn't ring. Doesn't mean shit. Wait a minute, won by disqualification because the Usos pulled him out of the ring. Did yep. they hit him after they pulled him out yep. of the ring? Okay. So if they just pulled him out of the ring, there should be no disqualification. Yeah, they pulled him out of the ring, and then they start to kick the shit because out of him. Because if that's the case, AEW don't have no rules. WWE been fucking... If that's the case, then every time a referee gets rules. pulled out of the ring, there should be a disqualification. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. They pick and choose what they want to fucking enforce and Sons shit. AEW don't enforce shit. Sons fucking the, WWE uh, enforces Sons stupid shit. of bitches. The SmackDown women's team for Survivor Series had a brawl at the beginning of the fucking night. So you know they're going to lose. And uh, Leah has already been kicked off of the team by Sonya yeah. Deville. They they haven't named a replacement. And they're also they're also later leave. on in the well also later on in the show, Jeff Hardy and Sami Zayn had a match, and so, whoever lost that match was kicked off of the uh, Survivor Series team. Why don't we do both the same storylines so, on both shows? So Sami um, Sami Zayn's now off of the Survivor Series team. If you do a show on one network, you got to do it on the other because they get jealous. Yeah, that's exactly what I called them out for last week. Let's just let's, fucking let's, <laughs> let's see if I can do this. Also, Angel Garza and Humberto <laughs> Carrillo. There you go. Uh, I don't have to. You call don't even have to say it that no more, right? Yeah, they like now just they, they now no. go they now go as Los Lotharios. You know what that means? No, I forget. We it, it's up. it's a uh, the ladies' man or something. The yeah, it's, pedophile. it's it's the it's the man. It's the men who will uh, impress the women or something like that. So I, it doesn't translate. No, here, let me look it up. <laughs> Los Lotharios. I know what Los means, the uh, Dance with women, right? This is fucking shit. Though. A man whose chief interest is seducing women. Oh, because we can't just say, hello, ladies, anymore. Yeah, no. I could do that in Spanish. And then Charlotte Flair also had a promo where no. she talked about how she's still the best ever. And then, uh, shot or not Shotzi, Tony Storm made her appearance and challenged her to a match and Charlie pulled the Becky and goes, nope, 
and left the ring. Where the fuck Tony Storm been? Uh, they forgot about her, according to the story I saw earlier today. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? She's only Tony Storm. It's not her month, according to the story. Maybe maybe December. What are we staring at? I, the, whatever the best of WWE is over there. No. Oh, oh okay. God. Never mind. We won't talk about it on there. Okay. Is it a balloon? No. God damn. Some tips and tricks I got from being a mice hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see him over there? Yeah, he's. I've well, seen him multiple the, times. The poison's right up there. Is on the. Is All on right. The well, it's that time of the show. High <laughs> spots. It's time for the high spots of the week. I said this last segment's all paraphrased because I'll go first this week. I that's good. Okay. Leo Rush. You always go first when it's not a competition. Like if it benefits you, you'll go first. But if it doesn't benefit, well, you was that going to be you your don't. high spot or something? Yeah, I mean. Oh, I didn't know that. You just got to say ditto. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah, man, all the all the, everything he's had to overcome in the last couple of years, man, it's it's impressive. That is uh, one of the things I've noticed is his speed this week, and and the fact that he he came and did that shit after he had a family member dying and all that stuff. You know, he he was want, been wanting to get back in the ring. Yeah, that poison's right there, so they're getting it. good. The uh, he's been wanting to get back in the ring for a while, you know, and it, something always happens. It seems like since he's left WWE to keep him from being able to get back in the ring, so it's kind of cool that. He's back in there again. And he's fast as fuck. I just don't like his moth outfit. You still on Ditto? No, no, no. My high spot's probably Dan Lambert. That's what I'm most looking forward to at AEW. All right, full gear. Fucking, uh, they played it very well. This is Professional Wrestling 101. It's here's a guy that has some talent, some raw talent. Here's a veteran showing him this is how we do dual promos. You're good at memorizing these lines, and you can come out and say it with feeling, but this is how we do dual, uh, dueling back and forth. And uh, it's elevated him. I don't know that it's done much for his team, but honestly, I'm looking forward to Dan Lambert breaking up with the whole American Top Team thing and like being like Ethan Page's manager by himself somewhere else. Maybe. I could see that. Or he just disappears after night and we don't ever see him again because they just did a one-off to get over uh, as best uh, they could. go back to UFC and make actual money for actual fighting. Well, I mean, he doesn't... No, I mean, he just... Tra- and his thing is, he doesn't even actually train the fighters. He just owns the building all the fighters train in. So he could completely... Can, yeah, yeah. I mean, he could still stick around and be a manager in AEW if he wanted to and, and still, still do that job. Yeah, because he doesn't actually get on the mat and roll with them guys. He just pays for the building for them to do it in. So I mean, like technically, it. he could do both things Probably and buy their uniforms, their exercise equipment, all that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a cut of their fucking purse when they. Yeah, wear oh them. for sure, I'm sure he's basically you know their their manager in a way, I suppose. But it, you know, uh, and the guys like Dos Santos and Arlovsky who are kind of on their way out of UFC. At some point, you get too old to get punched in the fucking head. And it's just the way it is. But you come to WWE, you know, get smashed around a little. Not WWE, AEW, get smashed around a little bit. So Dan Lambert might be WWE bound. He would be a, a good good. Uh, a manager for anyone to be honest, especially heel. And that's the thing about a good manager is not only do you get your talent over, which I said, I, I don't think he does at this point, but he's going to go, I'm going to say two more sentences yeah. when he should have been like, Hey, watch this on YouTube and shit, but he's too busy peeing and <laughs> drinking salted he, caramel stouts. <laughs> I want to say he's got enough heat that he could be like a Jim Cornette-ish well, type I'm of saying. manager. So they, he needs to make his rounds managing 
multiple talents in other places and stuff. That you know, that's what Bobby Heenan did. That's what Paul Heyman does. The only problem with that is, is like WWE would put such a filter on him that he wouldn't even be able to be. They would give him a script and say, "You got to read off this," so he wouldn't do that. And it would be neat to see him go to Impact with some UFC guys. I know. I think his first promos that got him noticed were totally scripted. It wasn't from the heart type of shit though. Like he had to sit there and think. That was his first time on a national stage ever. You don't think he sat there and like talked to himself in the mirror? He yeah yeah. But I don't think someone wrote anything down on a piece of paper and gave it to him. I think he probably wrote it or whatever but maybe i don't know supposedly he's a huge wrestling fan he might have just came out there and went straight yeah. off the hip and and fucking cut a promo that was just world ending almost you seen any of my friends in there nope. oh okay should have rattled the pizza box i, I will <laughs> i will say you threatened right to, you threatened to punch me in the throat this morning and i'll punch you in the throat now <laughs> <laughs> what well, about you what's your eyes pop for the week there cowboy since you got up and walked away hasn't happened yet Oh. <laughs> my high spot of the week is Kenny Omega and his Hangman spot. Page. Oh, his I thought you were going to Hangman winning. He starts crying after. Dude, Kenny I will Omega fucking record that shit and put it on Facebook. <laughs> and if you break my TV because he loses, you're buying me a new one. He's going to go home half buzzed and burn his Adam Page shirt. That would be fucking <laughs> which one? Which one? I got like which four. One? Get a message to the group text and it's just a video. The one that says cowboy shit. All the Hangman shit's burning in a pile in his backyard. I have the, I have a cigarette. It's like, he doesn't even smoke cigarettes. What the fuck? Fuck him, man, Paige. I'm done with him. It's like when, it's like when LeBron left Cleveland for the first time. <laughs> no. All right. If you guys are a fan of the show, hit that subscribe button. You can find us on uh, Spotify, anywhere else you listen to podcasts. We'd like to thank our host, Anchor FM. Check out our Facebook, our uh, Twitter, which Clint loves. I fucking hate Twitter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, ignorant we will see you guys all next week down on twitter bye